Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. Hey, peeps. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fat Peeps podcast. Hey, peeps. It's us. Hey, peeps. Episode number 19. I'm your host, Joey, and I'm Hi, here Joey. with uh, cameraman John. Oh, hey. Hi, it's John. Me. Hi, me. Garrick. Oh, hello. Hi, hi Garrick. Oh, hey. And PJ. Hi. They're hi, PJ. Hey, hey, PJ. Absolutely hi. bonkers tonight. We are bonkers. Just so you all know. You're bonkers. Yes. Do you guys remember the show, Bonkers? Like yes, bonkers. that was a good show? show. With the cat. The cat uh, police officer. In the hat? Oh, cat police. I thought it was like a cheetah or something. Was it a cheetah? It's probably a weird? cheetah. I don't know. It's a cat. Cheetahs are cats. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. Allegedly. It is what it is. I don't know. I think it's like a lynx or like a bobcat or something like that. Uh, oh, Bob, wow. oh, that makes sense. Bobcat. It was uh, a good show. Was his name Bob? Yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm pretty sure his name was Bonkers. Oh. Mm. I'm be honest. I don't remember anything about it. It's like George Lopez. The show's named after the main character. It was a show that characters. existed. Sure. Okay. I just remember a bobcat, bobcat or a cat in a, in a in a cat costume. I mean, in a cop costume. Oh wow. Wait, was the anyway. show named George Lopez or Lopez? <clears throat> Or the Mind Mencia guy? No, I'm pretty sure. Jose? Not Mind Mencia, that's I'm Carlos Mencia. I'm pretty sure it's a... Yeah, duh. Uh, no. Gabriel Iglesias? George Lopez. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyhow. Continue. <laughs> I, I'm anyway, going to go Welcome crazy. to this podcast, guys. Uh, we're uh, d- d- where a podcast where we talk <laughs> normally about video games, but sometimes other stuff like old like that. cartoons and <laughs> Nick at Night comedies. It oh. hurts so bad. Uh, Help. <laughs> anyway, we got a bunch of great news Ooh, to whoa. talk about in the world of video games. But before we get to that, we always do the icebreaker question wow. of the Ooh. week. Ooh. Oh, God. This week's icebreaker question is brought to us by Rocky Squid. Rocky Squid! Shut up! Wow! It sounded like and... it shut up, but shut up. Oh, uh, <laughs> the question is... What food do you like that most people don't like slash find disgusting? Wow. Great question, Rocky Squid. Good question. I don't know. Go go on. There's like a long pause. Who who wants Uh, to go first? Well, Joey should go first. He always does. I got to go first. So here's the thing is I don't really have – I can't really think of anything that I like to eat that most people don't like to eat. Don't tell me you're one of those fucking people that put ketchup (gasps) on macaroni and cheese. No, no, that's gross. Oh, my God. Why would I do that? I'm waiting for that one person. I know people who do that. Yeah, I do too. No. I don't like it. It's gross. Probably Emily from Epicurious. Uh, Anyway, uh, (laughs) I have a lot of things I don't like that people do like, right? So I think that's a lot more like – common in general for people yeah so i kind of feel like that's a cop-out answer um i do remember and like i don't eat this anymore and now the thought of it kind of sounds gross but there was a period when i was a kid where i would have peanut butter and salami sandwiches Ooh, that sounds Mm -hmm. good peanut butter and salami um but now like thinking about it it sounds too salty (laughs) <laughs> that sounds um, super salty. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's kind of making me gag a little bit. But that's that's interesting and different, I guess. But uh, my opposite side of that is I hate olives. 
oh. can't stand them. They oh, make no, like if I you. eat them, they give those. me a headache. Well, I guess we're not giving Joey olive and pineapple yeah. pizza. Oh, oh no. man! No, but the see. question is, what food do you like that most people don't like? Well, he's a yeah. very picky eater, so he likes. Oh, he did. He said salami so and peanut butter. Yeah, salami and peanut But you don't like it anymore. Yeah, I haven't had it in a long time. Oh, okay. it doesn't necessarily he mean he doesn't like it. He just he doesn't know if he likes it anymore. But that's oh, what he used to like. I see. And, you know, when you're a kid, I feel like. Yeah, you have the taste buds of a pregnant woman when weird. you're a kid. <laughs> right, you, so, like kids just eat weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, yeah, I ate a lot of weird that stuff as a kid. Like gummies and chocolate pudding. Oh, that's oh, gross. Mm. But like, oh, I would textures. still eat a, I would oh. still eat a dirt pie or mud pie, where the fuck they're called, with the oh, Oreos right, yeah. and everything. I'd still yeah. eat that to this day with the gummy worms in it. But the idea in general is gross, and I don't Wait, think I would what, just do it out of context. Wait, what, what do you mean? You know, so you don't remember the dirt things like they yeah, put yeah, yeah, yeah. the pudding at the bottom and whatnot. I'm talking right. about like eating that nowadays minus the concept of the dirt cup. Oh, oh! I thought you were talking about like just literally chocolate or, okay. with gummies in it. That yeah. sounds gross to me. Right, so it's like candy on candy, I guess. Right, I it's too yeah. much. But if I ate like a mud, one of the mud dessert things with the Oreo topping and stuff like that, in that context, I'd be okay with it. Okay. Okay. So, but uh, anyone else nice. go first because I'm still trying to think of what. That's hard. Well, the thing is, like, I don't know what people don't like because I don't really pay attention to what people like. I mean, don't yeah. like. Sorry, I pay. Attention I don't to what associate people... with them. Yeah, I, I'm uh, more paying attention to what people enjoy rather. I know you like Brussels dislike. sprouts. Uh, be... I like Brussels sprouts, but yeah. do people not like? I, it's just yeah, it's a general consensus. I think people that... don't like Brussels sprouts. But yeah. again, it's, it's it's how it's like. I I don't I yeah. wouldn't like Brussels sprouts if they were sent like steamed Steam. until they're mushed. You know? They have to be done. Who first, invented so. steaming vegetables? Like yeah. that's it's incorrect. So hey, some things are okay um, steamed. Broccoli's okay yeah. steamed. Broccoli's good. Yeah, steamed. broccoli. Well, don't over steam. I feel like the problem. I feel like the problem is over like doing it yeah and then it just becomes mush, mush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's disgusting like the, they have no to have flavor. a texture yeah well that they needs... have to have a texture they have yeah, to be a I little crunchy crunch, a little crunch all the it. flavor went into the water yeah pretty right much. Uh, all the nutrients uh, are gone too yeah, like what's the point of eating vegetables of like at a, the point i mean think, like food uh, chain or something like uh that. i have a friend um shelby you guys know shelby um he he introduced me to he eats lots of weird stuff no offense if you're listening but it's kind of weird but you introduced me to um, cheese and peanut butter sandwich, like a cheddar cheese with peanut butter. It sounds bizarre. And when he told oh. me about it, I was like, I don't know about that. But when, when I ate it, sounds I was super like, salty. this actually works. Um, wow. It's not very salty. It's because the cheese itself is really salty. The peanut butter itself isn't because you don't use like super it's sweet peanut butter. Sweet, right? It's more so peanut it's, buttery. It's more of a – it makes it more of a savory like sandwich than like a sweetened like peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh wow! Um, it's more of a textural experience. Interesting. Like the taste is mostly you know overpowering peanut butter, but you have the salt from the 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 um, uh, the cheese, which kind of brings out the the sweetness from the peanut butter. So but mommy? still, it's it's still yeah, it's still more of a savory sandwich though. Um, oh wow! But it's it's nice like satisfying. You know, you have like very soft things in between the soft bread. Um, so I texturally. Guess... It works. Kind of um, makes taste, sense. Taste, it, it's it's not bad. It's like, you know. Okay, that, um, see, that's that's the thing for me. Taste has to match the texture. Yeah, uh, yeah, it so does. It does because everything's soft and it like and like you know it's like so you have the mushy, not mushy, uh, like the sticky um, peanut butter, and and the kind of 
uh, soft, like kind of butter-like feeling of that's not so mm. sticky of the, the the cheese kind of works with it, like it kind of melts. That's why yes. I like putting pickles inside of my grilled yeah. cheese because it adds oh. like a crunch factor yeah, to that's it. That's a good a idea. Bit of vinegar. Oh no, it's yeah. fantastic. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The, the dill the pickle. Tang. Yeah, Ooh. the dill pickle yeah, the slices yeah. that you put on burgers. You put those oh. like across it with uh, sourdough bread and some monster cheese. You yeah. are set. You are set for life. You will shit your brains out, but oh, you're really? set for life. I notice yeah. as we get older, we start to like tang more vinegar, more tang. Stuff. I've yeah. always liked sour stuff as a kid, like tangy oh, wow. sour stuff. I hated always. pickles when I was a kid, but now I love them. Um, I actually oh. hated um, sweet and savory things together as a kid. Oh. Like um, even the In and Out special sauce. It's like Thousand Island dressing. If you guys don't know, like with with uh, like pickles, I think is it a ketchup? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like it's not quite Thousand. I hated that because the Thousand Island dressing was too sweet for me, and with the the pickle saltiness of pickles, did not like it. Uh, Couldn't couldn't eat it. I always had to like for me. Like my my parents never let me special order anything, so I would always kind of like kind of scrape the the sauce off when we went in and out. So thanks for doing that. Um, They didn't let you special order what? No, they're like, I, I, I order whatever is on the menu. And I'm just like, okay. Dang. Uh, I wanna, Why, I wanna though? Burger. Like, what does that matter? I move. Oh, I guess that, I was never, I didn't know that was an option to like, oh, to hold the uh, saucer. Or you weren't I, vocal I, about I wasn't, it. Yeah, I wasn't vocal about it. I was like, I, it's just what I do. If I don't like something, I'll just scrape it off, you know, scrape it off myself. Okay. Which See, so I do that, find that's, annoying. That's yeah, different diff- than your parents turning around and saying, you better not fuck this yeah, up. Yeah, I was just not given the option to like, I didn't know that was an option. To do it. Okay. You will eat it how it comes and you will yeah. like it. Yeah, exactly. That's there's a big yeah. difference between like them not informing you of the world outside of the menu, right. and but then, even that's that's still my like mentality now. It's like I even if I don't want something on it, I'd be like, "This whatever. is the way it's supposed." I can to be. I can deal with it. Yeah, it's like it's supposed to be this way. I'll eat it how you know, they prepped it. <laughs> the way that the the um, chef intended it. Yeah, the, it's like, the ninety nine yeah. cent chef. <laughs> I feel like people have too much freedom these days, guys. Come on, oh. <laughs> no. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, I don't remember. People, <laughs> things that you like that, you that people don't like. I don't, I don't, like, oh. yeah, I can't. Uh, you answered like, the oh, question um, already. Oh, did I? But yeah. that's something I would go out of my way to eat, though. It's like if someone gives me that, I'd be like, sure, I'll, I'll have it. I feel like this question is too thought-provoking. Um, I will say a lot of stuff like like um, Vegemite, a lot of people don't like it. But oh, it's, most, it's mostly oh, no. stuff that people don't know how to eat correctly. I got to try it. I haven't tried how it. How do you guys yet, feel about cream of wheat? Cream, cream of, of wheat. wheat. I don't uh, even know what I that feel is. like I've had cream of wheat, but it's like a porridge, it? kind of like an oatmeal porridge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like drinkable oatmeal. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. That shit's the yeah. bomb. I try yeah, I like oatmeal. Uh, I don't know. I, can... I don't know if people are into that, but I like it. Because <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's, it's the cream much, of wheat. Yeah, it's like smooth, kind of like it's more of a smooth. Uh, uh, oatmeal it's like kind a of thing. yeah. It's like a pudding oatmeal. Like, like a poor a- a- NGO. Yeah. yeah, in Asian countries, it's pretty popular for like, they have like a packet of it and you just eat it up. Yeah, okay, yeah that makes sense. Oh, wow. What's. Garrick. Yeah, oh, I was going to oh, say, oh, what's Garrick's? If you think of another one, um, don't go for it. Yeah, I was thinking of something. I think you need to. Um, have I, 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 like, not necessarily, like, maybe amongst the people that we know or maybe American culture, but a lot of people misconstrue the beauty of oxtail cuisine like uh, uh cuisine oh, with okay. oxtail yeah, i try yeah, oxtail yeah. i think that uh, sounds good oxtail is just basically cow cow tail i don't yeah. know why they call it ox but it's just it's like it's good because it's, it has the like 
the it's good meat marrow, that's right? been near it's been um I mean, we it don't, I don't usually eat the marrow. bone marrow, but the meat is what like if it's cooked correctly, the meat is really good fall off the bone and it, it's very it's very fatty. So you can get like a little bit of oh. a gelatinous fat there to add that flavor that turns and, me away from like mine. Filipino yeah. cuisine. And then a, a lot of other Asian cuisine has that has. Yeah, like adobo too. and stuff like that um adobo yeah adobo but mostly kare kare is a peanut butter peanut butter uh stew or something so you dump a bunch of peanut butter and other ingredients and vegetables and stuff with the oxtail and it's so good what's the orange sauce that your mom usually makes um it, it's, uh, it's our version menudo, of menudo right? yeah. yeah that tomato, one has a lot of fatty like chicken yeah. or pork parts usually uh, yeah i'll be honest i usually cut the fat off on that i try to eat as <gasps> yeah. much as i can but i'm not a big like i'm not into the fat on meat it grosses yeah me i don't know if you tried curry curry though but that's the most pot like that's my that's my favorite dish because it uh, like my mom doesn't make it too often right because it is it takes a while and it's pretty expensive too so well it uh, sounds yeah, like it's, it, nice it's like a kitchen sink typing uh, yeah, but it's so recipe. good uh, i have yeah, i, I, I want to I want to pick you off that because I think that is a, yeah that things like I really appreciate like a good like um like a tendon stew oh, or something like that, uh which I don't think Western cultures do very much but it's like it's like so much collagen and so much like that fattiness, there's a lot of flavor in there that you you miss out when you just oh, yeah. eat meat or just eat the you know the muscle part of the meat. I'm okay with having um, it in there. I just don't want to eat that piece of meat. I yeah, think I, I think like, it's it's, it's a, a good different... texture. It's a, yeah it's a different yeah. type like it's not like fatty fatty it just becomes gelatinous almost. yeah it's like a gelatinous kind and of and that's like why that. i don't um, like it like when yeah. i'm thinking of meat i'm thinking of a solid piece of something that i want to yeah chew. well yeah you're not eating meat you're eating like a tendon or yeah. fat, fat. Well, right. it's not a lot it's not a lot of like gelatinous that you have yeah. to deal with it's uh, like it's accented and i like like the some of the tendon stews um that like, in taiwan like in chinese culture is like um because you got you get the meat they had they kind of leave the meat on there but you have tendon you have fat so you have like a different textual experience in one like bite so you have the you know the, the meatiness of normal meat and then you have like a kind of chewy kind of almost um i don't want to say rubbery but oh, it's really? like a like a, a satisfying kind of chew with the tendon yeah. and then you have that nice kind of buttery fatty for the, it just the has to be cooked right um, like yeah slow, low and very slow, slow um and I think yeah, a lot of American, or at least yeah, American dishes don't have that experience, that like kind of mouthfeel that I can be, uh, I I was able to find. But yeah, that kind of stuff, not like oh. intestines, just like tendons and like right other other parts of the of the meat. You know, I'm not into the fat on meat, and I don't know yeah. if that's just a, like more like you're saying American person thing or American yeah. thing or if it's like I can't think of any white person that do thing that. or yeah. I don't know what it is I like mean maybe but Italian, I know a lot of maybe, people yeah maybe a French and Italian cuisine because I'm not too familiar with those maybe they have also like kind of similar using like the different parts of the like tendon and fat and I want to say French fat. probably I mean think of yeah. snails like that texture so it's probably very Text, similar uh, yeah I've only had escargot once and it's very rubbery Oh, yeah. so it's not. It's, like, it's not. It's like uh, overcooked shrimp. So it's kind of overhyped. It's a overhyped. Yeah. Well, that's. I've only had it once, so I don't know if it was, you know, uh, property I was properly. Gonna, it's probably not. I was like gonna that. say it's probably more like calamari. But from most most people I've heard that also had um tr uh snail, it's it's all about the sauce, the garlic sauce. It's like, right. 
<laughs> so. I don't know if I could eat that. I, bugs are one of the things on my list that I probably. Well, good thing eat. snails aren't a bug. Yeah, oh, they're a crustacean. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that grosses me out. Just so if you eat shrimp, you can eat yeah, it yeah. too. Um, my answer. That's actually a gastropod, but. And and oh, and okay. short for like our group immediately would be Chipotle because I know a lot of us. Oh my! Uh, that oh. doesn't count. I, don't <laughs> I know it doesn't. Like, that, that's my cop up answer. No, <laughs> yeah, my... PJ. PJ. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I don't accept I didn't. Here. No, but I didn't. I didn't finish. I said that no. was my cop up okay. answer for the group because I know a lot of us like disagree with Chipotle. No, I that's because you just eat it too much. But, yeah. No. Not that great. Gotta, I don't need it. For, I eat it how much okay, you no, eat. No, let's move off of Chipotle. Answer Not sponsored. I, I eat it once a month. That's too much. Go on. That's a lie. I forgot my real answer because of that. Oh, I think. <laughs> Does it have to do with burritos? No. Does it have to do with... Chow-tong? Oh, Chow-tong? no. Uh, no. Actually, meatloaf. And it has... Meatloaf? It's because meatloaf has a really bad rap. And I've, I, I've, yeah, I love meatloaf. I've, I've heard that, but every person I've met never says anything bad about meatloaf. Like I've heard, really? like it's yeah. in the movies yeah. or something. I think like, I have to agree with you. And I'm like, like what? <laughs> Where's it's it? like it's different than like fruit cake. Where like if you've actually had fruit cake, fruit cake's awful. Well, right? I guess. But like meatloaf, like what's not to like about meatloaf? Yeah, yeah it's like it's, it's funny. all the good stuff. Because every think... time someone serves that to me, like it's the same reaction. At PG. It's like I know everyone doesn't like it, but you know, it's like just just have some. It's like well, no, where I'm is just thinking of something this... that I like yeah, know that has a notion that people yeah. dislike it. I don't really know if there's a food that I like that most people don't. That's the problem. Oh, I do want to say though, enough. to t- jump back to talk about meatloaf though for a second. I think the real issue is that generally, if you get a meatloaf from like a diner. They're uh-huh. gonna do a sauce that's very oh. heavy in ketchup. Oh, and that's oh yeah, bad. that's gross. It needs to be that's brown gross gravy. and bad. It needs to be brown. Emily gravy. from Epicurious. Okay, agreed, one thousand percent. That's what causes the problem. Stop fucking putting ketchup on uh, meat. Don't put ketchup <laughs> on your. Yeah, Emily from Epicurious. What, what, what if they use a ketchup-based uh, barbecue sauce? No, so, that's still oh. gross. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that. It's like, better, there's... but it's still like. Weird. Thousand percent best thing well, is gr- brown gravy on on meatloaf. Yeah, it's not brown just gravy. just the sauce, bread. but also the filling too. Like, there's some meatloafs that can just taste bland because they didn't put enough oomph in it. So you gotta yeah. season it, and you so have I... to mix meats. A lot of them don't put mm-hmm. too yeah. meats. You have to put pork, and you have to put uh, ground beef in there. Wait, yeah. hold on. So you so you put a, a gravy like a no, like a like brown like gravy. A, like Brown gravy, like gravy. you put on, on potato sauce. Uh, I mean, um, on uh, mashed potatoes. Is, that yeah, sounds. I, wanna... I wouldn't like gravies like that. Why not? I, I like. Anyway, I like no, the, the taste of barbecue say that, sauce on, oh. on meatloaf. So the thing is, traditionally, I want to say that a sauce for a meatloaf is uh-huh. made with ketchup. Uh-huh. It is. That's okay. like old school. But it's like if you get it from a diner, they just slather it in ketchup. Okay. Like it's yeah. not. It's almost like it's not as much. It's like they don't use the ketchup as the base for a sauce. They right. just use ketchup right. as okay. the right. sauce. Right, and then and then the meatloaf's sweet, and it's just like the meat shouldn't be sweet. It should be savory. right. Exactly. Mm. 
It can have a little bit of tang, like what what John's talking about, right? right. Where you put a little bit of barbecue sauce on it, right? Uh-huh. Or like a properly made sauce that has ketchup, it's gonna have a little bit of sweetness if, and a little if I little bit of tang. If I were to eat just the meatloaf alone, like the the meatloaf by itself, if I were to complain, uh, most of the time it would probably be missing some extra seasoning. Yeah, uh, it could oh, yeah. be bland, but the sauce covers it, so it kind of takes care of that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do agree with PJ. I, with for my meatloafs, I tend to lean towards gravy, but I've had both, and I don't mind it. Okay. It's still food. Yeah, I have to try. You have to, to cook me like a gravy version because I think I'll, all the meatloaf I've had is like barbecue. Maybe loaf. for next Christmas party, I'll okay. actually make a full-on meatloaf because my oh, wow. meatloaf is bomb and they're huge. And oh, I'll make a said. fresh gravy out of it too, like with beef stock and everything. Yeah. So Speaking I ketchup, think you'd like it. I'm curious. As a kid, as a kid, did you guys um, eat your eggs with ketchup? Uh, no. Was that a very thing? occasionally. That's I eat it when I have a cheese omelet. I still do a that to this omelet. day. Yeah. That's illegal. The only way that ketchup is going to touch my eggs is if uh, <laughs> it was on potatoes next to the eggs that's even that's gross see i can't do that yeah i can't I, I, cross contamination potato, uh, potatoes potato wait, wait no the ketchup, only t- ketchup the only... on eggs for, is okay for me but potatoes and yeah. ketchup like, like home fried potatoes what no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, oh no no, no. home fried potatoes I, yeah oh, like french fries and stuff like anything that's fried french ketchup's fries okay fine. But hash browns with some ketchup on it. Oh, no. hash browns, yeah, it's okay. No, um, I, like, I love what my regular potatoes. I'm not talking about like mashed potatoes. I love my That's what I was version of breakfast about. potatoes virgin. No ketchup. Uh, well, Who has sense. mashed potatoes with egg? Wait, tell me. Wait. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's no. what I imagined. That's dinner. Oh, see? Okay, hey. That's we're, we're, dinner we're, potato. We're following the, the, the topic, so... Uh, that's gross. I don't like yeah. mashed potatoes for breakfast. Not for breakfast. No, I'm okay this with is, that. That sounds good. Oh, no. Okay no, no, no. What you do with mashed potatoes for right. breakfast? Potato cake. Yeah, potato p- cakes. Irish oh, potato no. cakes. You throw a little bit of like green onion in there and some pepper and stuff like that. And then you just sit it on the uh, uh, like a pan and just let it get crispy on the outside. Yeah. Oh, okay. so then the question I- becomes is it a mashed potato or is it now a hash brown? It's not a hash brown. It's a potato cake. It's, a, it's, it's not a hash. Patty. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a patty. Well, yeah, I suppose you're right. But like, it's more oh, of a solid in the spirit. Yeah, spirit of a hash brown. I'm gonna warn all of you out there, not the literal law of the name. I'm gonna warn all of you out there that are gonna make potato cakes tomorrow with your leftover ma- mashed potatoes. Be careful and make sure they are solid enough. Do not put too much liquid in them. If they oh, are geez. too liquidous, oh. do not do it because they will splatter they everywhere. I was there. Everywhere. I was a potato. Oh, it was no. horrible. Oh, I have an actual answer now. Go ahead. Sardines. Like a canned well, sardine. I love sardines. Mm. Spread it on the yeah. under that. Yeah, oh. that definitely. Yeah. That I can what? definitely see. Uh, get some fresh Wait, dill, oh. maybe some like like yeah. uh, some honey, well, some honey mustard. Like fish. You know what? I would maybe like sardines. Wait, the sard- John. But, like the thing oh, is, is, like you eat the whole thing with like the bones and the yeah. Stomach, well, right? with sardines, it it, it just mm. falls apart. It's not. It's not like bony mm. enough, or like, yeah. So it's a whole. I, I don't like thing. the idea. That, that, yeah, that's kind of gross to me. Yeah. because well, I do you like can, tuna. You can pick it. You can. Pick and I like. I like Caesar it. salad, which has sardine in it. It has sardine in it. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's yeah, fine. I like, I like full canned sardines, spread it on, Wait, on a piece of toast or crap. John, oh. have you tried um, 
sardines with a little spice because that's the best kind of sardines. oh yeah oh yeah that's my favorite too that's yeah. the only one yeah so good oh that reminds me of spicy tuna anyhow now <laughs> we're going into things that people do like oh sorry uh, what was the question video games Oh, oh people yeah. love video games. That's what I forgot. That's, right. that, well, that's what we're here for that. again. Oh, I love food talk, guys. We can talk about this. Yeah, we just get lost in food also, talk. Also, tomato, tomato, basil, sardines also very good. Anyways, oh, games. Okay. Oh, we need to talk games? about this off. off sardine off toast. Oh yeah, sardine toast. I wonder if you can make like a sardine melt, like a tuna melt. Uh, I bet you can. I have not, Wait, not tried, John, but I will try. I just gave John a good John idea. For yeah. a carcuterary thing next time. I don't we, think we sardines will work with carcuterary chipboard. Oh, is it? Well, do they? I think it could work. Maybe, maybe just by itself with the toast on the side, if you yeah, want. Yeah, Or maybe. like put the sardine on the tray and like kind of like pick it so that yeah. it has the meat ready to go that you can just put yeah. on a cracker yeah oh yeah maybe more of a like a like a chutney uh, uh, a pate or something like a yeah like i was gonna say if you pre-mix it i'll actually try it yeah that sounds good okay we, just we drop sardines into a blender yeah <laughs> yeah i mean pretty much i mean it's or, pretty, at that point it's pretty much I mean, like instead of a tuna salad yeah. it's like a like a sardine salad yeah uh, okay. That's one that's, thing I miss. Our, we're, our, we're getting uh, worse and worse. We're almost at a half hour now. Just <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're gonna talk about Call of Duty Season Four. Uh, wow, it was really cool sounding. Yeah. Season Four oh. update. New guns, new battle pass, <laughs> special events. Uh-huh. We're gonna talk about things. Let's start with the new guns. Let's we got. I don't know the name of them, like in game, so I'm gonna call them what they are. Vectors. Uh, yes. Just it's call a vector them what, like, and yeah, a Galil. Galil is a. A Galil Ace. A what? Uh, Amex. I don't know what that is. They're cool. Amex is a like, Galil. <laughs> just the name. Is AR or what, what is it? What kind of gun class? AR. It's an AR. AR yeah. Got it. AR and an SMG. Right. Um. The Galil is pretty much just an AK. Oh. Um, it has some neat conversions. You, you can kind of turn it into a DMR. Uh, wow. Fancy. The, I'm, I'm actually trying that right now. I just barely got the 10, 10 round mag. It's pretty I, strong, actually. Yeah, I've heard good things out. about it. Oh, yeah. No, it can. Tr- it's a little bit more like a like the SKS or the um, EBR. Yeah, it, it's even stronger than the SOCOM rounds on the M4. So. Yeah, yeah. Which, honestly, now that they, like, put the Galil out with the attachment, with it, like, behaving the way it does, it makes me wonder if they're going to go back and, like, Fix the change, M4. maybe... Yeah, like, change the way that the SOCOM rounds work on the M4 That'd to work a little bit more, like... Because, like, I know that people like the SOCOM rounds, and it does, like, statistically have a really fast time to kill. Oh, yeah. But I can attest to that. You're, you're so hindered by that 10-round magazine right. that, like, you're yeah. probably going to get one kill, maybe two That's the thing. It's, like, tops. it's the same thing yeah. as the Odin, but the Odin has 10 more shots. Yeah. Right, exactly. Trust me. I, it's, I would... Well, obviously, the Odin fires slower, a lot slower, right? But still... So like two bullets from the Odin person yeah. basically dead. It's the same thing as the SOCOM. I, I, I tried the SOCOM rounds on the M4 uh, for Warzone. It's not recommended, but it's great on multiplayer. The that the M4 with SOCOM is my second weapon 
that I have the most kills with, and I I love that system. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's the thing is it's great for running up and getting a quick kill in like a one v one engagement with the person, but if two people around a corner, or like God forbid three, I can make it happen. Okay, yeah, sure, you can make it happen. But in (laughs) general, most players, well, yeah, you can make it happen, right? You. You, 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 you guys work some headshots in there. Have... Yeah, you can make three kills happen out of that. Right, right. But there's some right. luck involved, and but there's like, some like exactly for most skill. players. It takes skill is what you're saying. Sure, but like <laughs> you just want the for most play- <laughs> yeah, you just want to brag. But for most players, right? <laughs> if we're if we're talking about the general Call of Duty player base, they're yeah. not going to touch it because it's not forgiving. In, in any way like it's not forgiving at all it has a lot more recoil you have yeah. less of a magazine and like technically it's time to kill isn't fast enough it's not that great for you to be like i'm gonna take the socom rounds over the 60 round magazine that and if you're gonna get three kills garrick you have one extra bullet that's it because it takes yeah. out it takes around three at yeah, least. if you don't work time. headshots in there, exactly. No, but at the same time, the way I win fights is by positioning as well. Same thing with why I was successful with the 725 for so long is because I know I have two rounds. I better be in a perfect position to reload within yeah. that fight if there's more than three people or something. I, I guess it's just it's yeah. too much to it's, balance and sit there yeah, and be like, it, oh, it's it, ten it, shots. It's reflex. It's not only how or, to use the weapon, but also positioning. Or if they want to keep it like kind of the way that it is now, make it a 20-round magazine and reduce right. the fire rate a little bit so it's not so good. Mm-hmm. I I actually wouldn't, like, uh, realistically, how are the rounds, like, IRL, how are the rounds for the Galil 10 rounds to the socom rounds like are they around the same caliber strength i don't know i want to say i don't know too much about the ballistics of those actual guns but um i want to say that the the socom rounds are basically like 50 cals okay Um, crazy like 45s maybe or is that smaller uh 45 pistol never mind it's yeah. similar to a 45 70 but um so not to yeah not to get too nerdy but in its parent case mind... is a 50 action express so okay because i wouldn't mind without the density like i would have what they did with the galil uh with the, their 10 rounds is made it single fire so i wouldn't mind buffing the socom rounds on the m4 and making it single fire as well um, right. The only difference will just be a different system. You kit it out differently. So Jesus, I think we just lost all the gun nerds like instantly when we were talking about. Oh, yeah, no. we don't know oh, shit about guns. bullets. Liberals. Wow. Anyway, yeah, what? I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe in the the mid season balance patch that is planned, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, t- We'll just keep talking about the Galil because, yeah. and then we'll move on to the. the you think um, it's the next? The oh, vector. We'll, we'll ask this question later. Go ahead. Anyway, Go um, I the was vector. disappointed to see that. So I was hoping that it would have came chambered in 
either like five five six NATO or right. um five four five right um because like Wait, the way that it is yes we're talking about the glial no glial because I was hoping that it would be basically like a AK seven four without being without having to change like the magazine for it you know what i mean right but instead they decide to have it default with um the 762 by 39s that the ak use um and it doesn't even have a 556 or a 545 option um which i think is kind of a missed opportunity for like you know having being having more interesting options for kidding out that gun. Oh my god, you know my I mean? chair. It's so squeaky. Sorry guys. Squeaky chair. Yeah, it's driving me crazy. Anyhow, go ahead. Um and then yeah, in terms of its like performance, um, it's good. It's got a good time to kill. Um Yeah, I like it and the sights are solid. Yeah, it's got really good iron sights. It's got a little bit uh it's got a bit more recoil than most of the other oh, no. you know like meta guns you yeah know, you're carousing your m4s yeah. so but it that's has less than the ak which that's like primo because right. the bullet damage is on par yeah so it's it's kind of basically just like a better ak right but i like i said and it's also a decent 10 round dmr akin to like the sks it's good but I, I would do use wish, the so. SKS in that case because that's right, exactly. so good anyhow. Well, the one thing to note there, though, is that if you're using the 10-round um, magazine, well, if we're talking Warzone, right? Right. And yeah. you're using the DMR magazine, 40. it counts, yeah, it counts as uh, oh, AR ammo that's instead true. of yeah. sniper so, ammo, so you so carry you a actually... lot more of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, that's true. That's the biggest downfall there's... to the SCA, because, like, you're going right. to take up to five shots, usually, if they're at least medium distance. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's really hard to justify using any of those, like, single fire. Which sucks so um, bad, because the SCA is Marksman rifles. Good... Yeah, now that the Galil's out, that's, that's like, the best DMR or choice over it'd the be nice if they like realistically what they should do is they should just make it so the SKS and the uh, M14 use assault rifle ammo right. and yeah. then the the Car 98 and the uh, MK2 can continue using sniper ammo because they that makes behave sense. differently. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it shouldn't be based off of the gun model in regular modern warfare. It should be based off of the gun model in the game itself, like the blueprint. It's like if this is considered a DMR, yeah. it's a DMR. If it's uh, which or an assault rifle, I guess and it should be an assault rifle. I don't know. Yeah, because they do that with some yeah. guns. They did it like they do it with some of the AUG variants that use the NATO rounds. I'm pretty right. Sure. Exactly. But yeah. When you get the yeah. custom loadout with an AUG, it's always SMG rounds, which blows mm -hmm. my mind and it's kind of weird. But anyhow, that's off topic. Yeah. Yeah. So you're okay. right. So like. And it's kind of the way that the two different game modes work, right? So you're right. When you're in multiplayer, you're picking up the rounds of the gun that you're using, right? So it's like there's a difference between picking up AK ammo and M4 ammo because those guns use different ammos, right? 
Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Warzone, they just put all of the assault rifle ammos into one category. Yeah. Right? right. Which means that because the AUG is technically a submachine gun, it right. just makes more sense for it to always pull from the submachine gun pool. Right. Whereas in multiplayer, they actually have the coding differentiation to be like, it is firing a 5.56. It load, it only picks up ammo from other 5.56 firing guns on the ground. Right. And I can understand that. And that's fine. Um, it's i'm sure it's hard for them to figure out a way to gently balance that like imagine having to pick up a round caliber of each type like that'd be nuts so so i'm on board with it still i just think it's strange how they do that sometimes where it's like oh a blueprint is this type of gun so it uses this ammo even though it's in a different category in modern warfare but when you do a custom class it does the opposite but yeah they just don't want to overcomplicate it because yeah. wars about yeah. uh, VR is already complicated enough. I see where they're coming from, but I like the solution that Joey su- suggested about just making it assault class for, um, uh, for the M13 and uh, Ska Ska. Yeah, um, I found it interesting that the um, Galil doesn't have any magazine options bigger than a 45. Mm-hmm. Uh, 45 that was capacity. weird. It should have been a 60 or a 50 at least. Well, I mean, it's. I'm pretty sure it's using the same magazines as the AK. So why can't it just have the drum mag that the AK uses? Right. See, the 75. Thing, it, feel, it feels like an AK through and through. So that's why I like it I'm so saying, much. I think. Yeah, that's why I'm saying and you would like it immediately. It's also what I think is weird about it because it's like generally. Like, Israel is a NATO country, right? And um, I'm pretty sure that the Galil was originally designed in 5.56. So it surprises me that they decided to go with the 7.62 variant when it's because it's so close to the AK. I feel like it would have made more sense for them to try to make it its kind of own thing where it behaves. A little bit more like the AK with the um, with the five four five rounds, right? Well, so there's that, but and then the Finnick is the other one, the vector. Yeah, wow. we can go ahead and move Which on. Which I make, to the I, make I like that a- gun, like AKA the vector that oh. but, all the people know that before Warzone. So it's a really good gun. My problem with okay. it is the ammo dump, especially in Warzone. Yep, it's got a really really high rate of fire. Um, mm-hmm. and a pretty small magazine. It's again, it's one of those things where it's great for a single, it's an a single target in close range. Right, and it's a, it's an infiltrator gun, but like the MP5 does it slightly better. Just in regards, like the time to kill on the Finnick is higher, but the MP5 is more efficient with it. Like you're not dumping all that ammo instantly, and you can probably get like uh, there's a guy that we watch the the Korean Savage, I think is his name. You know, he's a PlayStation 4 player. He gets up to five kills with the MP5, whereas with the Fennec, I can imagine he maybe can get two. So, Same yeah. Tarkov. Oh, special guest, Charlie. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, no, 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 you can just cut him out. Just gonna move, move, move. Hurry, pause. No, move. Oh, God, what? What happened? <laughs> I left him there. <laughs> You didn't realize we were in the wrong chat the entire time. <laughs> we're podcasting, by the way, Black Hat. Just... It's oh. okay. No, he can stay. Sorry. We were in the wrong It's thing. okay. Do you special guest, Charlie. 
Hello. Welcome, you Charlie. We're talking okay. about okay. Call of Duty. Start over. Start over. Re reintroduce it. No, this is all in it. Special guest, Black Cat, aka I'm very uninformed on Call of Duty. It's okay. okay. So, well, you can it's talk okay. about, talk about gun stuff, and I don't care about the gun meta. So, anyways. So, Finnick. Um, yes. Good the, gun. The, AKA the vector. Um, you, it for Warzone, it's viable only if you run the forty-five round mag. It just too quick, too quick, especially with all those armors. Right. But I like it. I've been what I've been running with the the vector. What is the car with? Um, with extreme conditioning so i'm it's a really fast and mobile kind of thing uh build so i like it yeah that's a good gun, gun. i think both guns are very solid good guns but the it's like the galil is more my my thing i'm trying mm -hmm. to use the fennec more often but i feel like i'm gonna just switch to the mp5 until they nerf it for right uh, now i haven't used I think, any of them i think the vector does take a little more skill because you need to get those shots you have to make them count uh, compared to like the MP7 or and, or the MP5. Right. Uh, that's a little more forgiving. The MP5's damage rate is so much higher too, and it can be used at mid range where the Fennec is purely a close range gun. I think yeah. that's the way I see it anyhow. But uh, yeah, those are the guns. Mm -hmm. uh, next, wow. uh, we, we, we can talk about the battle pass. Not too much. Like it's the same thing. They. Eh. Offer cool things. You get Captain like Price. New skins cool and operators. Things, Captain and Price and then the weapons. And, and just a reminder, if you invest in the battle pass, um, usually when you get through the battle pass, you get enough CP Call of Duty points to get the new battle pass for the next season. So really, you only buy it once. Don't waste and... your money. Yeah. What if well, I have a spending problem? I, I know, no, right? Don't even buy it. I didn't buy it at all. I, I just saved yeah. up uh, two seasons. It took me two I, seasons I spent... Good. I spent so. two whole dollars to get the. Oh no! Flash so you could buy you could buy like a Snickers it's, or something. It's my appreciation to the service yeah, that they've Snickers offered. Are you hungry, John? No, but if yeah, you put in over a hundred dollars into a game, the initial sixty dollars doesn't mean crap. It's just Wait, like, who put a hundred dollars? Hours. Oh my god! Hours. Oh, hours. oh, okay, okay. When you put in over a hundred hours into a game, at that point, I feel like I can start supporting. Yeah, it I'm, more. I'm paying them with my time. <laughs> yeah i like at that point visual and like extra like little aesthetic things i don't mind paying a teensy bit more just because i'm like i haven't already playing this game so much i'm willing to give you a little bit more i don't think i've support. changed my skin since i started yeah Honestly, yeah but that's you john like the, the general yeah. the <laughs> no general like, the general public be like me be like so if people recall different if people yeah. recall what i said that I would never offer a, a penny to them, but <gasps> I've been did. Oh happy. my god! I, I've changed my tune, and I've been happy, and I think they deserve my two dollars that I gave them. Oh, so they've been doing a really. It's good a numbers. little tip. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's the battle pass. No, I have something to say. About oh, go ahead, Joey. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, shit on it, please. Um, Too much praise. No, he's not gonna yeah. shit on it. No, I'm gonna shit on it a little oh, bit. God. Yeah, um, they ooh, have a tendency. Ooh. They they keep running running like weapon variants for the same weapons over and over again um like the m91 like, like the m91 like the car 98 like the car 98. t90 it and it tends to be guns that aren't popular right so it's mm -hmm. clear that they're like designing these weapon skins and then being like these maybe won't sell 
on the store. Uh-huh, we'll just throw them into the battle pass. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I have a question so, about this then. Oh, go on. Yeah, first battle pass. They had the guns were free in the past, weren't they? Are these ones now you have to buy the pass? No, they're, no, they're free in the store. pass. There's uh, so, yeah. certain tiers that are free, and the guns are always free. There's oh, yeah. blueprints. I'm talking about skins, free. basically. Yeah. 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 So, like, the skins for the guns in this battle pass are mostly for, and not entirely. There's but... one Fennec, and there's one Galil, and then the rest are all, right. like, pop. Uh-huh. On, like, yeah. Well, and the, there tends to be duplicates, right? So, there's, right. like, multiple Car 98 skins and, like, multiple M91 skins. Well, what's memor- and this yeah. isn't the first time this has happened, right? There's been battle passes before where right. the similarly they have, like, multiple skins. Car 98s. And it's like it's just yeah. I don't think I have any blueprints unlocked for any of the guns I use. Like yeah, right, I exactly. I agree. Because I'm in the same they, boat. And you can see that, uh, especially now, because they added a whole system where if you go into the create a class and look at the weapon, you can it'll like jump you to the store, right? And you can see all the like variants for the different guns available in the store, even if the like, um, like thing isn't necessarily on the store page right and it's like most guns are like two three four and then you get to the m4 and it's like nine and then the rest of it it's like one two right and it's like it's so clear that like the m4 because it was the meta best gun for the longest time they made a bunch of skins for but they only put those skins in the store because they knew that, well, of course, people will buy skins for the M4, but like, who's gonna buy a skin for the M91? No one. Right. right? So on you. I ain't buying anything. So they just yeah. toss that garbage in the battle pass. And personally, I feel like, like, don't get me wrong, there are some like nice uh, weapon blueprints in this battle pass, but for the most part, I feel like it's a. a like lesser offering compared to the battle passes we've had in the past. I don't know about anyone else, but I don't, I don't really concern myself with blueprints or skins because usually the loadouts that they provide with the blueprints aren't, aren't that great. So what do you see out of the battle pass? Like what's, what do you see? What's the value out of the battle pass for the $2? Um, probably operator skins more than okay. anything. Really? Yeah. I, so I'm more about, see, I feel opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. I because like I'm difference. like, I have the one operator skin that I like, whereas like a weapon blueprint is now a whole slew of attachments that might have custom cosmetics right. that I can uh, build a custom weapon out of. Yeah, okay, that that makes sense. Like, maybe once I get a nice library for the guns I use, that'll make sense in the long run. But right now, because, like, am I going to use a compensator where I could use a muzzle break that I normally use a muzzle break for all my weapons? Like, something like that. Like, I'm not going to change my loadout just to make my gun look pretty at, at this moment in time. Right. Um. So, how about... Warzone stuff. Oh, special events, eh? Yeah, I don't know anything about this, so... Okay. okay. Uh, well. we'll take over from here, Joey. Don't you worry, child. Um, so they added so three... Go ahead, like, John. Or PJ. They added oh, three... Oh, yeah, they added... Uh, <laughs> I forgot your name. <laughs> three events throughout, like, the middle of the game, like, after the first loadout drop and the second Go ring on. movement, or right before the second ring movement. Um... Jailbreak, fire sale, supply chopper. 
Jailbreak gets everybody oh, wow. that's dead or in the gulag back in the game. Fire Cell uh, like puts items in the shops at up to 80% off. Like gives Black you Friday. free revive. Yeah, free yeah. revives. Um, self-revives. And then oh, wait, time out. Are these new? I thought these had yeah. been around since season three. No, no they just they came out season four. Season. So they came out like so... last week. And then supply choppers are just like gold. Basically, like they drop a crate if you shoot down a chopper. And then you have to go over yeah. there and capture it, which takes fucking forever, and I feel like it's not worth it. But yeah, let's break down each one a little bit more. So PJ, PJ, uh, explained that the jailbreak means you don't have, like, if if your whole team's dead and you're watching everyone and you wasted your gulag already and you're just spectating some somebody, and the jailbreak event happens, everybody can be returned as well as everybody else that was dead. So that's a handy wonder- thing event to have i wonder how many times yeah. that the jailbreak event happened when we died before the major the event happened like as and a left. group and yeah. we just left so now that i'm thinking back on that like is it worth sitting around waiting for if there's going to be a jailbreak nah. as a group Maybe? because if we die so early it's not tactical because we already lost our second chance so yeah and, and it's it's a it's a gamble to see if you're gonna get the event because I think like the first few days they really upped the events like pretty much every match there was an event but I think it's sporadic now not every oh that makes sense that's that why in. I was I wasn't noticing them as often yeah. uh-huh. I also well, uh, I realized I'm not that sure if I read that also I realized so. that this at least a, a supply chopper was on the map but if you weren't nearby you won't get announced so you can like kind of uh, run up to an area that had the supply dropper without knowing, you know that, that I was think going it's on. Like, because right? I remember supply choppers was a smaller ring than yeah. usual. So yeah, I don't it's... know. It's really random, though. I feel like the supply uh, but... chopper is the most common one too, just because it's not the as yeah. like powerful. I want to say they kind of up the the rewards for the slop, supply chopper because I remember the first time we did it, it wasn't too impressive at all. So yeah, but also with the fire sale. Uh, it says here in the patch notes or something or the article, it says that up to 80%, but I don't think it's a percentage. I think it's like a flat amount of uh, dollars. So like maybe $5,000 to make things free. That's uh, true. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a flat. I'm pretty sure it's a flat it's amount. It's 45 because if you think about it, the only things that are free are self-revives and then team revivals. Ah, there you go smart yeah so that makes sense the rest of them are just going to be discounted off forty five hundred dollars that's oh, why uavs overall. are only 500 uh-huh. they, that's exactly except what it is for, uh, except for loadout crates right uh loadout crates are discounted too i think aren't they or are no, they i don't know they're I not i don't think so yeah, i think it's kill streets. well that's smart that's good oh, yeah yeah that is good yeah, because that should be something that's like not everyone in the game should be able to rush and get that instantly. Yeah, because then it or, or betting on the fire sale. Right. Overall, I personally I think the events are good. It adds another dimension to Warzone. Yeah. Right. And well, changes the gameplay up a little. They bit. also took out supposedly took out red cards. It's something that I heard from like when I was watching YouTube videos about it. So I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. But I haven't been seeing them as often either. Uh, I haven't picked up one. Key cards? The, the oh, red key cards, key cards right. yeah. 
So I don't yeah. know if that's like they're gonna make it so those alternate in patches or what they're gonna do as far as that goes. I think honestly, I think they're maybe they might be working on it for next season season or something yeah, because the remember they had that. Well, yeah, I was gonna say the story might just be moving ahead, mm-hmm. so like the key cards are out because it's not pertinent to the story like the yeah. special event story anymore because yeah. i found you know how you can find like uh before the phones started uh giving you like passcodes or whatever it would still ring but nothing happened right right i've been seeing laptops around the maps now oh. that you can interact with but nothing happens if you press e so i wonder if that's going to be like the second so, tier yeah of the the bunkers yeah so now you'll have to get a key card and know a code yeah like hack the the laptop or something that'd be interesting um but yeah, so that's the major Warzone changes. Also, I, I want to say as far as the shift of gameplay, so the events have forced the game to be much more aggressive um, and then also sweatier. Like, the games in general are harder. Uh, that might not just be you. Yeah. So I've been seeing a lot of reports from YouTubers and oh, yeah. pro players saying that they... Uh, like intensified the skill-based matchmaking algorithm yeah. going into season four well it's that okay so it's that and but it's also the events because all the events promote you to be rushing towards specific locations other than the jailbreak mm-hmm. yeah it creates more fighting yeah. exactly I, and i like that i like, I like that, that pockets yeah. of conflict but also the shift in the meta so it started last season so the shift in the meta was the ar smg secondary rather than snipers something i was watching this morning was talking about like the growl and how strong it is and it being just as strong as a sniper like people are getting out sniped by the growl that's effectively killing the snipers like people aren't using them anymore because (laughs) the meta is boring because it's all just growl spam no that and Mm -hmm. mp5 it's two weapons literally two weapons when there's what 30 plus in the game makes zero sense yeah so that brings us Which into the why... next topic of like weapon balancing and patches for yeah. the next for I the season. That. Well, before you get to that, uh, there's another special thing. It's not necessarily an event, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's called the contraband contract system where Which you pick up cool. a suitcase and you have to drive or bring it to a helicopter pickup zone and you get a ton of money and you get a weapon, uh, a, a, a weapon blueprint. Right. So... The, the gripe that and I have I with that, cool. I thought they were going to be changing the weapon blueprint every week or at least every couple of weeks. They're, it seems like they might be changing it every patch unless they're going to change it only once per season, which that would even be dumber. Um, yeah. So I'm a little disappointed because the, the... It's a good amount of money you get, though. You do. No, the, the money's mm-hmm. worth it. It still makes doing it worth it. It just kind of sucks when you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're going to have these. You're going to be able to get a blueprint and uh, yeah. money. And you're just like, oh, okay, there'll be blueprints, like that. random blueprints. And you're thinking maybe there's five or something, but one. Like, that's a yeah. letdown to me. Um, but it's a cool idea. So I'm hoping that it's maybe it does money, change though. every patch. I'd be super happy with that. Yeah, I do think like yeah, like a, a, a pool of five random ones. You might not get, you, know, you might get the same one, you know, twice in a row. But at least give us the option to like right, have, have something, getting or even three, one, yeah. three. I'd be perfectly yeah, happy with yeah. something different. Uh, you know what? I think that's why they removed the key cards because I think the suitcase the contraband replaces it. Yeah, yeah. The only bunker that you can still do right is the 
the one for the mud rocker. Yeah, I believe the, the phones are still ringing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's the only because it's so difficult. Do. Yeah, I mean, you might as well leave it there. And plus, it's like people yeah. are still trying to get it too. So it'd be kind of shitty if they just like stopped it. Yeah, like never um, again to get that blueprint. But yeah, like we were saying, the weapon balance like patch that's planned for mid season. Um, what was it? A Twitter post from yeah someone. Yeah, and they generally always do a mid season balance patch. But the growl finally yeah, might right. get touched. Just it was no. insinuated right. that it might be getting touched, no. and I think the MP5 might be with that too because they oh. they got to yeah, look at the match right history and like the guy that initially commented yeah. towards uh, Activision and the the person that responded like hinting that the growl is going to get nerfed was saying like I'm tired of every kill cam being a growl and an MP5. It does get boring, and it's like and I old. I guarantee over seventy percent of the game is those well, two see, weapons. But why why does every gun need to be equal though? But it's John, like, it does. So I. But John, look but, at uh, look at your game. Look uh, look at the way you change your gameplay. You went from uh, LMG to ground now. Uh-huh. Yeah. So well, you're changing your play well, style. Well, because LMGs, because I play because like I play LMG in, in, in the. So board. I think what the I think the. See, if you don't I think have the, the goal growl... of balancing, I think the goal of balancing isn't that every gun is equally as good. Right. The I think growl, the goal is that every kill, gun uh... has a place in the meta somewhere. Right. Right. Yeah. The problem right now is that the growl is too good at everything. Right. Right. It's a sniper. And you pair it. <sighs> you pair it with a MP5 for close quarters engagement. And now you're basically ready to go for any type of engagement. Right. Right. Whereas like yeah. a sniper rifle, right. It's great at long range, but you're severely hindered in close range. Right. And or even same goes for most of the other submachine guns. You're great in close range, but you're severely hindered in long range. And I think the versatility like, is it's just a matter of creating a balance where like you're, Guns are good in different engagements, right? Which will then, because the problem created by the growl is that every engagement becomes the same because everybody is just laser beaming each other with growls, yeah. yeah. Right. Whereas if you have some semblance of balance across all the different weapons, right, your engagement is now going to be different based on what you have and what the enemy has, right? Because you're going to have to make decisions around combat based on what tools you have available to you and right now it's not even just the growl i think a lot of other weapons need a path too. the m4 being one of them but you can basically just pick up one assault rifle and it fits all situations and i think that really needs to be touched like they need to i think a lot of the assault rifles need to be hindered in their close range capability and their long range capability and they need to be fine-tuned for more of a middle engagement range style. Exactly. Um, because otherwise, again, you just fall into a situation where you throw the longest barrel and no stock on your on any assault rifle, and it's a submachine gun and a sniper at the same time. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't be firing from sniper range and not having any recoil at all. That's like but, that's uh, no, I don't think uh, that shouldn't change. If you, just because you're shooting at something far doesn't mean it's more equal. No, but I mean, like that, there, sh- you shouldn't be able to shoot that far and not have a drop off. There should the be bullet. enough. 
there should be enough damage drop and maybe right. recoil to uh, cuz i weapon. think if they if they if they do nerf the growl you're just going to have another sniper fest again but that's it's the like point there's of there's no no counter between there's no counter except for another sniper. sniper and that's right. not fun well the, then you no, have the counter on, for a sniper on... is you break line of sight and you close distance yeah right but that's kind of hard to and, do in, the, in and a maybe, very wide so, open map you can right. do that so in, then in the, the question, multiplayer but or the debate becomes or the problem becomes the map design and not yeah. necessarily weapon mm-hmm. balancing, right? Where it becomes yeah. like the issue. And a lot of other battle royales saw the same issue, right? Uh, PUBG is a great example where the desert map came out and it was because of the desert, more open engagement type of style of the map, it meant that snipers were stronger, stronger than they were on the Erangel map. Right, and you can right. have people more just camping around doing nothing. Um, sure, I mean, I guess. They still have to move eventually, mm-hmm. right? Because the circle's going to push them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe make the vehicles a little bit stronger to incentivize closing the distance. I feel like vehicles being are able to close really the distance. strong, though. Yeah, I think vehicles are already pretty That's strong. That's the thing. Like, especially um, when you throw a trophy system on them, they're basically immune, yeah. other than just shooting them down, and they take forever to kill. You're going to bleed through your ammo. So, I don't think that's the Yeah, because there's nothing that... I mean, it's like, if you want to, like, make the, the snipers even more weak to counteract, you know, making a, a all-purpose weapon, like, even weaker, sure. But I don't I don't get why that's needed, especially for such an open open map. Yeah, I mean, also, they could... If, if the issue is sniping, then what would be your solution to make the growl less versatile but also tackling the issue of being uh, a sniper the problem isn't trying to make you could uh, probably decrease the the, uh, close close combat well no 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 that's not the grouse shouldn't have the range it has period that's that's not an argument the way to fix the sniping issue is to fix the snipers an HDR shouldn't have no bullet drop at 200 meters yeah I was gonna say like the okay, realistic yeah. solution is to just make sniping harder right right yeah right um, it should be because... a challenge at 200 meters 300 meters yeah. not a straight shot to yeah, the but they're not gonna do that they're not gonna they're not gonna change their the the, the, the I guess the what is it Bread and butter physics or gameplay yeah. loop of the sniping. But, I mean, they could. Uh, see, that's a, see, that's see, that's one issue John pointed out. But it's not I'm... the growl and the MP7 or the MP5 is not the main choice just to counter snipers. It's, it's the main choice to counter everything. It's right. my main right, choice but to I think what uh, I think what John's saying is if they do the balancing pass in the way that I described, he's saying that it would just make snipers dominant. Yeah in battle royale so the why because I of the using, nature of the map yeah the reason why i stopped using lmgs is you can't use it as an lmg lmg used to cover your teammates right if i'm shooting at a sniper shooting at point at you they shouldn't be able to sight back because i'm shooting i'm i'm you know yeah covering well the, you. yeah just, i mean i suppose they could add a thing in, they could add suppression yeah well suppression yeah. But yeah. john you're, the the solution for your issue is you put the lmg on and you put uh frangile or whatever it's called the one that frangile. like yeah, it but that's an them. extra attachment that John has to waste just to counter one type of gameplay. Which, that's, which attachment? I think it's called Frangile or something like that. Where it, Frangile wounding? Yes. Oh, that doesn't, that's, that's from running. No, that's no not running. wounding. Yeah, there's another one. It stops enemies from running. But there's another uh, one, isn't there? That, like... No. No? There's a running one, and there's, there's also... One, a doesn't, uh, you don't a heal. A heal. Yeah, oh. you don't heal. Yeah. 
Well, so there is no suppression in Call of Duty. So, so that's why I don't mean, use LMG anymore because it's like it's useless to use an LMG. It's and like slow, if you're gonna stupid. use an LMG, you're basically gonna kit it out like an assault rifle. Yeah, like you're exactly. Gonna kit it for speed. It's just but, how Call of Duty's designed. Yeah. Right. So it's sniping, not... sniping aside, is what I'm trying to get at. So we understand John's right reluctance to nerf, but think about the growl and the MP7 or MP5 in general. Why does everyone else choose to use it? Like at it, it's, it's a spectrum. It's the full spectrum. It covers yeah. right around the door all the way up into the you're trees on the other side of the map. Exactly. That's you're disgusting. automatically you if you choose any other kit other than those two weapons, you're automatically disadvantaged if you're up uh if you're set equal to equal skill yeah. base to someone else basically yeah. like no other loadout is going to compete against that one loadout right. whereas like the way it should work is you should have a like loadout and it's better than some loadouts but worse than some loadouts exactly mm -hmm. you can't you can't win all of them but you can counter certain ones right and the other thing too, John, to take into account is I understand your point. Like if you're in an open field and you have five snipers pointing at you, that's frustrating and it sucks. It is. But if you're right out of sniper's face, you're going to kill them with yeah. uh, MP5 and or whatever. It's a positioning thing as always. Right. And the, it's also like Joey mentioned, it's the, it's the map issue too. Right. It's not, there's not enough. Well, it's it's actually not right just now. the map issue too. It's also the nature of the way the game works where yeah. everybody can run up to a loadout crate and get themselves their fully kitted sniper. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas like snipers are inherently power weapons. Right, they're generally speaking power weapons yeah, in so that's why every I don't, game. Right? So growl is a power weapon too. That's why I don't I don't care <laughs> that right. if you can have so, a sniper, I should be able to have an all purpose, you know, long right. distance mid My range weapon. Point is is that maybe loadouts need to go. Or maybe yeah. uh snipers aren't allowed in loadouts or something along those lines, right? And so, I think and I think that it's not just snipers. I feel like some other things need to get that as well. Like, yeah. for instance, the RPG um, and, like, launchers Yeah, but if they start limiting what can be in the loadout, then they're just better off taking it out. Yeah. Right. I well, which we, we've right. seen in, in uh, Battle Royale Classic. Yeah. I, it works. I, like, snipers are awesome that game because you can't you can't. Just they're rare. They're in. very, very they're really rare. rare. Yeah. Like, and when you come up against one, you're like, oh, crap. This is, like, a serious situation. But when, when you come up games. against it, it's, yeah. it's one person on the other team. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, right? It's, it's not all it. of them. Yeah. So you can, you know, because there's only one person, they can only keep their targets on one target at any given time allowing the rest of your team to maneuver and close the distance. Yeah. It's right? like with the current meta of the game of the normal battle royale, it's like, I don't see why you would nerf the group yeah. just because you're getting killed by a lot. That's you get killed a lot by snipers. Do you want to take out all the snipers? Like, I don't, you know, it's like, what but, the or if you nerf the snipers, it's a group yeah. of guns, John, it's not one guy. Yeah. It's, it's an annoying thing to get sniped in a terrible position, but it does happen. And yeah, it, I hate it, but there <laughs> it are, sucks to get hit there's by a ways when to you're get sniping. There's you know, ways like to I get around it too. There's ways to get around it is, you have to plan your route way ahead of getting into that position. 
I feel like there's uh, counter play to snipers. Or they can just nerf snipers. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I, th- I feel like, like both, like, like we, your so excuses are the same excuses as my excuses. It's like, no, it's, it's back and like, forth. But I don't it's, hate it's, assault but, rifles. I, like, I hate so, the so my my answer was in terms of trying to play the meta now and yeah. trying to still play it post growl nerf if there w- is one is you gotta outplay him by being tactical and playing the strategy correctly so always finding a high ground always finding cover always planning to find cover if you need to expose yourself and if you count that there's a possibility to fight snipers uh post or pre growl nerf if there is one yeah we'll see what happens but when you come with a team with three snipers, right? It's annoying, yes. <laughs> it's, I'm not it's, saying that it's not uh, annoying. Can't. I just think it's it's yeah. far less annoying than going against three people with grass. But at the same so John, that's your playstyle. You you rarely use sniper rifles. PJ and I don't mind using sniper rifles. So I, I float around yeah. between you. So it depends. Like we've found solutions to that. It's it there's only certain situations where it's a dire situation and we can't get out of it and we're probably going to die because they have a superior position and all three are sniping but um it, it it like it's all like a floating point of contention where we don't know if we have the right variables to win or not yes i don't know all right we'll see and with that we'll see what happens but we'll see. Well, yeah, think, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think Dude, we'll go it's ahead all and what ifs. close. It's all what ifs. Close out but Call of Duty me. Corner <laughs> and move on. Nerf the growl. Nerf the no, growl. Don't. Nerf all. Take out all the sniper rifles. Just get rid <laughs> just, of all the guns. Just get rid of all yeah. the guns. All Mainly of only. <laughs> Mainly only Warzone. Oh, so. oh God. Just turn nice. it into the calling. Oh, <laughs> okay. Anyways, what else do we have, okay. Jerry? Moving on. Microsoft. <gasps> is getting rid of Mixer. Not getting rid of, they're just shutting it oh, down. Oh, wow. So I wonder why. Like, Mixer is just gone. Um, they announced this over Twitter. Um, they are closing down Mixer and basically like partnering with Facebook Gaming. Um, that was just it's all of a sudden, too. I find more of an acquisition. Really. Acquisition. Acquisition. Yeah. Where uh, Facebook Gaming is kind of taking on all of mixers partner contracts um and and having to fulfill them um one-to-one uh unless unless the uh person opts out right as ninja and shroud did um so basically for them mixer was forced to pay out their entire contracts and now they're essentially free agents who can go so um, they got the money they yep. they, they, they only want. they only invested 6 months of their time on mixer yeah. and got millions of dollars in their name and, and then get the option just go to go back. anywhere Dirty yeah. million for ninja so, but so wow, before we move reason. on to that pj it i don't think it was out of nowhere i think the writing was on the wall because it wasn't there wasn't any well, there wasn't any effort yeah. on the end yeah. of uh, Mixer or Except Microsoft to, these to people. incentivize know. people more because they were already at a disadvantage. The problem like, with they Mixer, had I don't think viewers. that's the problem. What else I are they the going to do? Because I think that Microsoft did everything that they could to try to like get people to come over and watch mm-hmm. stuff on Mixer, right? Through whether it's through like 
incentivizing people by giving them like bonuses on Xbox Live for watching it on their Xbox um, or, you know, whatever else their advertising efforts and stuff like that. I think the like reality of it is that like Mixer just like started the race with like a sprained ankle. So they were never really able to catch up. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's like Twitch already has a huge install base and is like the go-to thing. When you think of like, I'm going to watch live streaming video game stuff. Right. right. And we're talking, we're talking about like year over year growth. Right. So like new viewers, like person who's like, uh, you know, I don't really watch streaming content. I'm going to watch more. I'm going to watch some streaming content. They're and like initial go-to is Twitch because that's the streaming platform. Right. And then you have YouTube and Facebook, right. Who are inherently going to get viewers by the nature of their install bases. Right. Right. Because there are like YouTubers who maybe don't want to make a Twitch account and want to bank on their already successful YouTube channel and their subscriber count. So they just start streaming on YouTube gaming, right? It's convenient. They and already fa- have the viewers. Yeah. And Facebook gaming, I, I, I hear a little and read a little bit. I guess Facebook gaming is really big in the Asian markets. Yeah. Um, makes sense. And, but even still, like I know of people who stream on Facebook gaming just because they're big, like they're on Facebook a lot. Yeah. So their like go to thing to do is like, well, I'll just stream on Facebook. But also with Facebook gaming, it's only a part, a small inkling of their service compared to, uh, so Facebook doesn't have to invest too much. It can Mm, naturally grow on its own and they're willing to wait for as long as they need. But with Mixer, Microsoft went all in trying to grab a giant piece of that market and it didn't work because all the viewership was already established on these other platforms that we just mentioned see the the thing for mixer for me that like i noticed that probably made it fail the hardest it's like three main components they only had a few big names and all the rest of it was just a bunch of people that just could turn on an xbox and go straight into streaming so it was a lot of like nobodies Mm -hmm. The name did exactly. not. Sh- That's not very nice. No, but I'm just saying it's reality. It's just a yeah. bunch of people streaming to one person, and there's a lot of that on it's... Twitch too. But it's more. It was so much more on Mixer, and it's just like who's gonna go looking through hundreds of people? They're gonna go watch Ninja or Shroud. Um, there was a huge gap in between uh, the big right, the big players, and it was like one percent. The, the new, just no, like mid-range. the new streamers. Right. So. Um, there's no option for you to find somebody interesting and new because some of them were inexperienced. You got, yeah, okay. So you or... either got the A list or the Z list. Exactly. Kind of Whereas on Twitch, there, there is variety. The yeah. second thing yeah. is the name. The name does not stream gamer to me. It screams yeah. uh, it, it like, seem like a, a dating website. Yeah. It sounds like like a like a social mixer, like a business mixer. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I didn't know to to that point. I didn't know what the heck mixer was when it was like everybody was talking about right. it. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of name is that? You're like, it, you're it bound hurt to them fail. really hard. Right. So that's number two, and that probably is the biggest yeah, point. Right. But the third thing is just the, they started with nothing like joey was saying it there's no reason to do it like 
what are you going to do? You're going to go buy an Xbox to stream on Mixer when you already have a Twitch or you can make a Twitch account. Wait, can you, can you stream with a PC or on Mixer? Or I think so, but it's like so the biggest thing with my first point that someone can just turn it on. There's no barrier to entry with it. That like anyone can yeah. just turn it on and do it. Whereas I feel like there's a little bit of a barrier to entry to streaming on Twitch. I know that consoles there's not a, a little bit less, but I feel like there's a quality like difference from Twitch to Mixer. When I went yeah. on a uh, Mixer, I would go through random streams. Every single one of them was crap microphones that like had some kid screaming in the background or like the person wasn't even talking and you just heard random music playing it was an xbox experience whereas you go on twitch and you're just like oh okay this person at least has a decent microphone they're playing a game you can hear the game volume because you have obs and you have x split and like i not always though you can stream straight out from a playstation or you can but that person has zero viewers and we are more likely they're going to be so pushed far to the bottom past all the people that have one or two viewers. You're not going to even yeah. see them. Whereas Mixer, it felt like it was kind of all over the board and you just clicked on random stuff to find people. Well, so, no, the, so it the really UI. what it is is, well, no, what it is is that Twitch, because of the amount of its viewer base, right? It has room for that middle tier streamer. That's right? true. Whereas yeah. Mixer Mixer doesn't have the viewer base. So it right? adds So you have you have the big streamers right. who pull in their viewer base who is only there to watch them. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have just a bunch of other people that, like you said, are just streaming out from their Xbox. So, th- so, right? so, that so it, there is no one. viewer base there to watch any mid-tier streamers. Right, so that's They point didn't incentivize one. any mid-tier streamers at all. That's like, what I'm saying. What, they, they put where were they all get? their money into 1% of their people, and the, yeah, that brought people over to watch them. But like your 80% of people that are going to be on there are going to be from those mid-tier streamers. Like, you're going to gain a huge audience from those people. That's what's going to keep people there. When Ninja's not streaming, no one's on. No one's watching. I don't know, though. What you need to do is create a community. You didn't create a community. You created interest through Ninja and Shroud. And you created convenience through making it easy to stream uh, via console it's a console streaming platform but that's all they got yeah it felt like xbox i like i said before i felt <laughs> like i was in an xbox game lobby anytime i entered oh, a stream no. and that felt gross that sounds horrible it does yeah. and it's just like i shouldn't have to listen to this random guy's music if i'm looking for a cool stream to watch and it's like that's my choice to go in there granted but i and not only uh, that i i don't mind beating I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse while it's down and dead, but Mixer, the like the interface was terrible. It was bad. Like the UI was browsing bad. was terrible. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. And yeah. and then viewing experience was it terrible. Like it was for a some reason, product that they had to compete. For some reason, um, there was only half a screen that oh, I yeah. can view while yeah. someone that else was, was for, offline. for like a dual screen. It's a cool idea. I think dual screen, yeah. dual streams where you can watch two screens, uh, streams of the same game at the same time is cool. But for some reason, sometimes that the one of them would drop out. So you're just ended up watching half of a stream. Yeah. yeah it was it weird. should fix. See, yeah. see, that's the thing. That's why I'm saying that mixer could have been something. It could have been 
well, like a great place, a great platform, and a great competitor to all these other platforms, yeah. but it wasn't executed. It wasn't pushed hard enough by Microsoft. They needed to do much, much more because I, it like coming to it, it I see what they were trying to do. It just, it, there was just no hook. No, no hook for the uh, middle guys. I want to be honest. I don't think it mattered how good it was or how big of a push that they made. It there was no way that it was going to be successful. No. Just because, and not not because it's bad, but just because the other competitors have such a head start on them. Yeah, they established the community. Yeah, that it's they just Microsoft was never able to catch up. Yeah, and, and they like, they have no like like I kind of said earlier in describing the other platform, they had no like hook, mm-hmm. right? They had no pull that was like getting people to watch people on Mixer, other than you know hoping that the big streamers. I think the idea is right. You get Shroud right and like Ninja. And then some of those people, like, if they're kind of bored of watching them, will, like, trickle out across the rest of the service, right? right? But, like, I don't think that happened, right? Because obviously those people are, like, diehard stands for those specific streamers, right? Yeah. So then maybe the question is, would it have been better to try to poach a bunch of more mid-tier streamers? Yes. Mm-hmm. But then the question becomes are their fan bases going to follow? Because I do know of streamers that like went to Mixer and I just stopped watching their streams and kind of forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah. the, Same. the yeah. quality yeah, was like so if, bad. It's not worth it. Yeah. Or, well, the website if quality. You're or I just didn't even really know that they like switched to Mixer necessarily. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. It could have been And the people better. that jump shipped with like Ninja and stuff, they're jump, jumping ship just to watch Ninja. So it's... Yeah. Not gonna go watch other people. And plus, I, as a viewer on Twitch, I already have the library of streamers yeah. that I like, and it's already established for me. And why do I have to rebuild my own library? As yeah, a viewer it's an on it's an opportunity cost for you. Like, right. I'm I'm wasting my time. I'm to starting start over. over. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like, YouTube has the big head start on their mm-hmm. end of just pulling from your subscribers. Right, so you're not so hurting like, anybody it, with YouTube because you're going to have YouTube anyhow. If you watch online content, YouTube's already yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So, and Twitch and YouTube kind of go hand in hand at this point. I think they already realized that. Um, but it, it feels, I don't know. We'll see how Facebook does. I, I think it's funny as hell that you look back and you look at MySpace and everyone's like, oh, MySpace was going to be this big, huge thing because they started doing MySpace music and bands and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, MySpace is <laughs> not dead and it still does some music stuff. But I mean, even around, even around that time that you're talking about, MySpace was dead. Well, yeah, no, but what I'm talking like, about is like, people perceived it as much bigger than it was. Whereas now you look at Facebook and it's just like Facebook is the center of a I, lot of social media. I don't think that anybody on the ground perceived it bigger than it was. The only people who perceived it any bigger than it was were the people who owned the property. I guess that's true. Like Tom. Like, Tom. B- like I, and maybe this is just speaking from experience <laughs> or from like my personal experience at the time and like the feeling of people around me. But like, 
when Faceball started to gain traction and Snowball, MySpace was dead. Like it was just dead. Mm-hmm. And People and even, jumping chip. And around that time, like other music platforms were like starting to get off the ground. So even the idea of MySpace as a music platform was kind of like why right. who it cares was that was just they're trying to like resuscitate yeah. themselves and by the way anyone that didn't understand right. that face yeah. balls is facebook just just it was just a mess they they, they didn't have the proper direction <laughs> like not everybody wanted music driven social media they needed to so, do what facebook is doing now and somehow facebook opt into was media. social right yeah social social and news and whatnot and articles myspace and stayed the way it was for too long. The only thing I can say that I miss from MySpace is the customization Stop on the it. pages. Yeah, the oh, personal wow. pages. But yeah. I learned a lot of HTML from that. Worth it for the amount of work that you had to put in in order to change it, and you felt like you had to change yeah. it every few months. Otherwise, people were like, "Man, your page is like so last year." Imagine like MySpace now would be like monetized up the ass. Oh yeah, well, it like, probably you is. You wouldn't have oh, custom yeah. skins. You would just I don't. I don't know if MySpace even exists now. Let's go find out. <laughs> they may type it in and look it up. But, um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, also, go, I, I don't about, um, wait before we move oh, forward. I want to say that like, this is. Uh, oh, you don't want to move forward. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to say this <laughs> is a, like really bad for a lot of the employees because like apparently a lot of like the back end employees, like the people who work on like UI and like stuff oh, like that, yeah. found out through the tweet. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. Companies do wow. That. It's they so didn't even do a, a, an internal memo. What the that hell? Is and like, I didn't know that. Um, and, and a lot of partners, the same thing for a lot of partners. Um, wow. Drifter made a video about Jeez. it today. Um, so, yeah, a lot of them just kind of like woke up this morning and found That's out that terrible. they don't have a job anymore. <laughs> um, so that sucks. Yeah. And that's super shitty at Microsoft. But you know, so um, back to Ninja and Shroud. Uh, I want to speculate where they're probably going to go towards as far as streaming goes. Uh, Ninja has a huge following on YouTube, so I think that would be a natural progression. And then I don't think he will go back to Twitch because of the way they separated themselves. Twitch just went all BM on Ninja for le- jumping ship to Mixer. Uh, but yeah, Shroud, and t- Twitch uh, tends to be super vindictive too about things. So, yeah. you know, and, and, like Twitch the person. No, uh, yeah. like the staff at Twitch, oh, right? The yeah. management, the upper management. It's kind of hilarious how how petty they were towards him. Yeah, didn't you? Have, really? Didn't you have businesses or people, John? Wow. He even says so in our like laws. I thought it was oh, like Skynet. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but anyways, um, Shroud, I think. Because they parted Twitch and Shroud parted ways uh, amicably, I still can't say that well. Um, I and think Shroud might have potential to go back to Twitch. That's yeah, my I think thought. I agree with you. I think it makes a lot of sense for Shroud to just go back I to Twitch. I see Ninja going to YouTube, uh, like you were saying. And I do see Ninja going to YouTube. That's twenty-four, almost twenty-four million. Yeah, it, it would be. How much do you think going anywhere else? YouTube's going to pay him. Uh, probably quite a bit. I mean, they might as well. Look how many view. Like, think. A stream just to lock it yeah in. a stream yeah 24 million he's gonna at least get one to five percent of that every stream but um to, to put yeah. a nail in the coffin on this discussion myspace has become 
uh, a oh, no. cheap Yahoo like social me- or like news website. That's all it's become. I oh, was wow. looking at it just now. Uh... It's it's like news on music and videos and stuff like that, and that's all it is you, anymore. You know, you know what the nail in the coffin is for my or MySpace. Another one was the the security data hack that they experienced where they deleted everyone's oh uh, that's um, right data accidentally like well how else are you gonna sabotage yourself my uh myspace like what the heck oh you don't even have oh, your that's profiles what happened? to go back to i was wondering i was like i'm trying to log it. in just to see what it looks like i didn't make another account because it's like god knows i'm never going to use it but i was like trying to log in yeah, and i'm like right. i know this is my password and like and it wasn't doing. Nope, your account doesn't exist anymore. That explains like, they're it. Trying, they're, they're trying. They're trying to gone. lock in. Their no, my old copy. website. All that work I put in. That was like two hours oh, of have, like HTML. All that CSS. My yeah. emo music playlist oh, on my profile. Oh, and then I don't have any more friends. lost profits oh, and stuff. Anyhow, wait, what? Oh god. <laughs> okay, time. we're we're aging ourselves, by the way. Uh. But, I barely right, use MySpace for Joey. Anywho, more to gaming, uh, more on gaming news. <laughs> In MySpace. CD Projekt Red has announced <gasps> that they have pushed back the launch date oh, for Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, no. You know what? Good uh, for them. Now, Make a better game. Uh, November. Yeah. Avoid a No Man's Sky. Yeah, polish their game up. Yeah, November but, 19th. November 19th. Um, so that's the like two, three week, months almost. The week uh, before Black Friday. <laughs> but so, oh, so if me. you read their actual statement, it's very, it's like, it's very, so it's very corporate in terms of like, um, and and kind of like, why do you need like three months to fix things? Like, you've had what five years, six years to prepare this. Like, what is game breaking? Or is oh, this it's a big game? It's corporate... yeah, it's an open world big game. They probably added like a cat to one area, and the whole game just doesn't turn on now. That's honestly <laughs> what could here's happen. the conspiracy theory. Go on, okay, go, on. go on. That that's it. Like, oh, what, oh, okay. I want to know, like, is it a, a game breaking thing, like you guys are t- saying, or are they trying to be tactical about um, the release? It could be both. Like, what release. what do you it think? Could be both. Yeah, like, they just want to fix the and game. It might, it... yeah. It might just be polishing right. too. Polishing. Like there, might, it might not necessarily be that there's a bunch of game breaking bugs, but like, like a good example is like, like we like to shit on, or like not we, but like the I collective do. we of like video gamers, like yeah. video game playing public, likes to shit on Bethesda yeah. games for how buggy uh-huh. they are. Oh, they are so right, oh, right. They're really buggy. Right. Imagine if Bethesda games had six extra months. <gasps> after oh, wow. they go nice. gold just for like bug fixing and like obviously it's maybe I not mean, the best example because and and no, no, it's also anything. part of the problem is like yeah, the, the games run on a bad engine it, yep that's the right but just you know bear with me for the example right cyberpunk might be in a state where like yeah it's technically fine and runs and doesn't have any game breaking bugs but it has some jankiness here and there and they would rather delay the game for three more months to go in and fix some of that jankiness than release a janky product that people are going to look at and laugh at. Does Bethesda games run on Unity? 
No, no they run so... on their own game engines. Yeah. It's like called the Game Bryo engine. Because it's old. It's bad. What, was, what did run, uh, Brink run on? Brink was Unity, was it not? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Brink ran on like Unreal Three or something like that. I just that. feel like there's certain engines that are really finicky. I don't think Unity was around at the time. Okay. Uh, Brink was ID ID Tech Four. Okay, ID Tech Four. Okay. okay. I'm just that makes more I, sense. I feel but... like there's certain engines that are finicky. Like they can be super good in the right hands, but in the wrong hands, it is a fucking train wreck. And I feel like. You ha you only have that feeling about Unity because Unity is the engine that a lot of people make like student games on, so yeah, you get a lot of like trash that ends up on the Steam store. Oh, yeah. In good reality, Unity is yeah. actually a really that's good engine saying. that's very easy to that's, work with. That's what I'm saying. Like Unity is a good example of that. There's other ones too. Like I feel like Unreal is a good example of that because like there are some trash games that are made with Unreal, but it's a fantastic oh, yeah. engine. So. Yeah. I mean that's my two cents on it, but I'm I mean I'm disappointed. I I'm interested and excited for Cyberpunk specifically because like I know John wants to play it mm -hmm. on stream and oh. I can't wait to see. Him oh play yeah, it. well I don't care because there's so many games to play. It's like yeah, if this oh, game comes out, there's yeah, so many other games thing. I can't play. So it's like I don't, if a game company wants to sit down and polish your yeah. game, and I'm fine with that too. Go go ahead and take as yeah, long as you it, want. It's better. I have all these. It's other better that you wait. And yeah. it's a good game than being excited, getting it, and being disappointed by it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm still excited for it, and I'm, I'm glad. Like, that what's the Miyamoto that. quote that everybody references? Like, a rushed game is bad forever, or a yeah. delayed game is good, but a rushed game is bad forever. Yeah, it's all true. Because even those patches, you're still gonna have that, you know, so, you know, the whole yeah. uh, No Man's Sky effect. I still see I mean, it as a bad game, but it's fixed. Just, yeah, that's what that's what I don't yeah. understand why people do get angry that um, yeah. things get delayed. It's yeah. Like I always see. It yeah, as a I'm good not thing angry too. about it. I'm just, just disappointed. That's the difference for me. Yeah. And I think that I feel like that might be the He's sentiment sad. out there. Uh, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that are just like John. Like, oh, sorry. Uh, they're they're like hurrahing the fact that the game's gonna probably hopefully be better. We don't know. It could be already yeah. printed, yeah. put uh, like or not printed, but like put onto disc or ready for download and just gonna yeah, it's probably not put on disc well, you know what i mean it's it's it's, it's the sitting future. there and it's ready to be shipped it's just gonna sit there for five months that's do we know possible. if the company's like also like i mean that's unlikely it's unlikely Wait, but i'm not saying it, you gotta agree that it's possible like they're just like oh let's not sit really, on but like they wouldn't just they wouldn't just like i why see would, what you're saying like why would they push wait? the date back for like like a business decision of like when like launching it in a better window oh, yeah exactly. but they wouldn't just well, waste that when time was the initial launch right. date august Se september september 17th or i mean september such it a was, weird it was it's gotten pushed back multiple times i think it was like july yeah, before see and that's oh, a weird okay, one so got that pushed back to sense. september and then got pushed back well, summer's a pretty good time to it is but the, too, you yeah. if you break. do it right like june fine may's yeah. fine once you hit July, then people are already getting ready for school. And, like, yeah. all of the parents are spending money on school clothes and stuff. If you hit May or June, people are like, oh, I'm going to be out of school in a few weeks, Mom. Can I go get this I game? PJ, PJ, it's a PJ, game with penises. Yeah, we're talking about cyberpunk, <laughs> dude. Like, who, it's not the market. You can choose the size of your character's penis. Oh, you can? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it's not a so, no. Okay, fine. Ask that, but I'm making a point in general like <laughs> the game 
the yeah. they're still yeah. looking at those charts. Let's be realistic. They're they're a game company. They're a company. They're gonna look at charts, they're mm-hmm. gonna look at sales in each month. Yeah. November obviously also, is gonna be the best no matter what. Well, I'll see that's what I wanted to point out is that <laughs> but, this is like, a PS five or PS four game, uh, and they're trying to plan the release near the new PS five. See, release. that makes no sense to me. Yeah, and the thing is is it's like this is if why I reason. think that they're not just pushing it back for the sake of like pushing it back, right? Because like yeah. like you say that about November, right? And like, yeah, you're right, November holiday season, blah blah blah, good, right? But we've seen over the past like decade more and more games getting out of that holiday window, yeah. right? And either pushing themselves into like August or September or pushing themselves back into January, February, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because like if we wow. go back to like the mid 2000s, those holiday seasons were so like just filled with games that was so oversaturated that most of the time most games didn't have any there wasn't enough oxygen in the room yeah. left if, for most if, games to breathe because the bare ones took it all yeah if if J- jimmy's parents can only afford to buy one game all the other game Why developers the the or penis? publishers are gonna miss out yeah yeah like honestly like cyberpunk <laughs> can release whenever and do fine. It's yeah. such a big like game. I think Cyberpunk Let is me. like the nature of it and big like and the, the big studio. Uh-huh. It just means that like it doesn't matter that they could release it yeah any time of the year and it's still going to sell as good. Yeah, it's a super hyped game. As... Maybe at this point they're just trying to hype it more. I don't know. It's all speculation. Yeah, it, it's all pu- uh, publicity and yeah. pub- publicity. Or publicity. it's a little bit janky and they need to yeah. fix it. Yeah, it's a big game. I think it's jank. I think they added a cat in the wrong spot. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I can't wait to play it. Yeah, Aww. it definitely is going to be. If, if it doesn't get pushed into 2021, Again. a highlight <laughs> of this oh, year. We'll look for it in 2020 or 2077. Um, yeah, right. Yes. All right, let's yes. move on. Pokemon Snap. Oh, yeah. There's a new Pokemon yeah. Snap, everybody. I'm so excited. I've been craving playing Pokemon Snap, and uh, finally. Oh, it's going to be a good stream game. Uh, I can be a, I can be a cameraman, yeah. an actual cameraman. Wait, hold on. Before we continue, has anyone, everyone's played Pokemon Snap before, uh-huh. right? Yes, I think Actually, so, anyway. If not, you're, you've been depri- deprived of your childhood. Um... I, so I watched this live at six o'clock in the morning. Ooh, so um, Yeah, I tend to try to watch the Pokemon pressers just, like when they happen, even if they're like four o'clock in the morning or whatever, because it's like it's perfect because you're like loopy, and the Pokemon press conferences will sometimes be bizarre. <laughs> um, but so like right off the bat, they go into Pokemon Smile and I'm like, all right, it's going to be one of the years press conferences. That was so weird, oh, but it's man. cool. Um, it's good for parents. Game for kids. Yeah, parents. But then, and then they do that like cafe, like mobile game thing, which kind of yeah. looks all right. Right. But then yeah. they switch to like po- the Pokemon Snap trailer. And like immediately I was like, this looks like a Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Even before like the cameras came up. I was like, just something about like all the Pokemon in the environment. Yeah, I was like, this looks 
like a Pokemon I, yeah. snap, and then yeah, that, sure enough, Pikachu. It's funny because yeah. like in those games, they make the Pokemon act like such deities. Like they're just standing there, like walking but in circles and awesome doing dumb things. That was the awesome thing about it. You mean like, like the... they're very like they would die. They would die if you didn't toss them out. Well, no, 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 no. Or okay, you hit them and then they fall. <laughs> so maybe it's just the old game. I think it's gonna be a lot better now. But like the old game, it was very no, I, I like mechanical. Saying, they're, they're, like when they're it running, it was kind of like yeah. being on the small world ride, but with Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm wondering yeah. if it's gonna be. Like, that but that way. was the charm of it. How derpy they right. were. Right, and that's and it was funny. Um, I'm just intrigued yeah. to see if they like make. Obviously, the movement's gonna be more fluid and stuff, but I want to see if they do like a little bit more with it. But I'm I'm super yeah. stoked about this. I've oh, beaten Pokemon. Uh, can I can I complain? Go, for it. Go on. Oh, who's developing? Uh, again? Probably same company, uh, Nintendo. Bandai Namco. Oh, okay, wow. I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah. No, wait. That that wasn't the same one as last. No, uh, the old one, right? The original. The old one was developed by How. How oh, yeah. Laboratory. Brothers people, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I was watching this. It's cool, very nostalgic. I do not like the animation. Oh no. It looks really bad. As like as a person that loves animation, these are some of the most jankiest, like kind of um uh old like three old school three D animation. But techniques that's the I've charm seen. of it. Um I was hoping something like much more fluid. Advanced. And yeah, because uh, like even when they turn, usually you have like a like you blend it into with a turn cycle. It literally just pivots. Yeah, you know, while <laughs> that's what I was like talking about. It, it literally like, feels like they're I, I they're mannequins not. or it's like it's twenty twenty. It, it reminds me of a Pokemon Snap. Okay, John. Yeah, it's twenty twenty. It's like we you should okay have better it. animation text. I mean, I hope Except it's just it. just is like Alpha or something. It's not. Yeah, final. even when no, like Pikachu's eating the apple, like he takes a bite yeah, and like a chunk comes out, and then he eats it. He takes another bite, and the whole thing's what you see. What you yeah. see is what you get, John. Sorry. I think this uh, is how the game. But I'm still gonna play, play it because I like <laughs> photography. Wait, uh, wait. Uh, is does um, Nintendo have VR? Yeah. Is there potential for VR for this? Well, no, game? no, not is on the it? Switch. Oh, no. no. I'm thinking oh, okay. for the next console. That they kind of do. They have a Labo camera. Oh, Labo camera, fancy. That would probably be perfect for this game. Nice. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so to go back in history, let uh, Pokemon the original Pokemon Snap was 99. released in 1999 oh, oh, for wow. the N64. I knew that shiz. Hashtag my childhood. Yeah, that was one of the two games I had on my N64. <laughs> yeah, you. I love how you wow. went out and spent like all the money on the N64, but you refused to spend the money on the games. I didn't. My parents right. did. They're like, we bought you the console. Why do we have to buy more things for hey. you? So I was, I, well, technically we had three games. Uh, one of them was a basketball game, which I never played. Uh, and the other one's a Smash oh, wait, Brothers. Why, why though? Like, Snap. why did you I was going to say. Because my brother. Well, David. Oh. Also, I was going to say, didn't you, why couldn't you just explain it to your parents? Like, well, that's like buying a VCR and then not going and buying any, you know what? Like, tapes for it. You were a smart kid then. <laughs> yeah. I guess at that age, you probably wouldn't think of like an example to make them feel dumb for the thing that they yeah. did. But I'm like, why don't you buy it? And like, you don't need more video games, just players. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just go back to Snap. <laughs> yeah, and then you played Snap <laughs> 500 times. I'll just play through Pokemon Snap again. Also, I didn't yeah. play it a lot either. Yeah, but maybe <gasps> you would have so, if you had probably. Games. I think it was like only weekends. No, it was only weekends or something I was like playing. Oh, and usually I'm playing oh. with friends. Because... So. Uh, 
Because David was uh, hogging the basketball game the whole time. I didn't oh. think David would be a person to play a basketball game. That's so weird. Well, it's so, like David does you know, just, like when you big, a lot. when you buy a big you know console like that, you you try to get it for all the siblings, right? It's like you know I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't buy like expensive things just he for one play kid. Pokemon. But did no. David really want a basketball game? Yeah. Guys, who cares about David? <laughs> no, Wait, why do you care about my yeah. This is not the David podcast. Get out of here. No uh, offense to David, oh, but no, like, like, like... No, basketball. it's total offense to David. Basketball? <laughs> should, we should talk about uh, Anyway, so do you guys think this is going to, uh, like, follow the stages of the original? As in, do you think it's, like, a remake? Or do you think it's, like, a totally brand new game with brand new, like, stages? It's, it might have some brand new ones. order and stuff like that. I think yeah, both. I think it, I, I, was ho- I was hoping there's like They're some nostalgic some tropes. and, and some, it better yeah, be longer and, and than five hours. It better be at least like oh, a, yeah. you know, a few stage game that you can continue playing through. Cause if I remember Pokemon it was five hours. had specific, specific uh, photos that you needed right. to take mm-hmm. to, to advance or at least win a challenge. Right. No, there was usually there was usually like some kind of thing that you would have to interact with on the map to open up the next yeah. yeah. Oh, right. So okay. it'd be like there'd be like a button that you needed to hit, mm-hmm. or you needed That's to like why. lure a Pokemon to a certain spot to do something. That's and why you... I was so annoyed with that game when I was yeah. young. Yeah. Hey, that's the thing. It's like with the internet now, this game, if it's the same style yeah. or they use the same formula, it's gonna be so easy to finish just because you can yeah. just Google just, it. Just back buy then. another. Just buy another Game Informer magazine with right. The yeah. Back then, it's like it was. It lasted so long for me just because I had to. You know, trial and error it. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if they're gonna. That was the beauty it up. of it. Yeah. What's yeah. your guys' favorite stage from the original? I don't remember the, anymore. Uh, the one it? with the Pikachu. <laughs> the first level. <laughs> All of them had Pikachu. Which one's <laughs> that's the beach the first one? Level. No, there's multiple ones with Pikachu. The first one. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I think I like the magma. The magma. The level magma too. level is cool. The beach is the first one. Uh, I think I like the magma's first level cool. too because it was magma easy. Magma was the last <laughs> level. I liked the. Okay. I don't think so. The one with the Moltres? Mag- I'm pretty sure Magma is like one of the middle levels. Yeah. Because you got to understand that at that age, I wasn't really looking at like winning. I was looking at trying to enjoy the game and the Pokemon in just there. Just playing. Yeah. And just playing. Being able to take stocky photos of. I Pokemon. liked. Uh, I liked the cave level. I don't know why that one always sticks out oh, to wow, me. The one level. where you have the. Because it was scary. Oh, the electric animal? Uh, yeah, electric, the electric uh, cave, the electric plant Pokemon? or whatever, where you had to transform cool. the mag- magnemite into a magnetite yeah. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. to be... PJ, don't spoil it. What if there's someone uh, that hasn't played it yet? Not to be confused with the caverns. The caverns. caverns. Which caverns. are like the ones with the floating jigglypuffs in the dead. Oh, yeah, that oh, one too. Oh, yeah, yeah, That was cool. The whole game yeah. was really good. Oh, actually, oh, no, I take that time. back. I hated this level, but it was very pretty. Uh, the the one where you're going down the jungle like forest area, uh, and you're on the like river. Yeah. I, oh one, yeah, it's and you have the slow poke. So and you can hard like... to beat that level. It yeah. was difficult, but I, it was really pretty level for the game. Aww. So I enjoyed that one. But that was like my yeah. first it's favorite aesthetically, but my first yep. favorite gameplay wise was the cave, the cave. Anyhow. Wow. Cool. Pokemon Snap, it's really good. If you haven't played the original, I highly suggest playing it. And uh, yeah, no like release date or anything announced for this new one. That's fine. Yeah, so, fix those animations. Take your time. It'll take, be made take whenever. Ten, ten years. 
they didn't really show much. It actually looks like they've just made like one single stage as like a proof of concept. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's much more polished. Yeah, and then now they're gonna. So I bet we don't see this for at least another year, probably. Yeah, we'll see. I know. It's, I just know it's gonna be good. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, picture mm-hmm. games, taking pictures. Can't go wrong with and that. Pokemon. Taking pictures of Pokemon. What else can you ask for? That. It's perfect for you, John. Pokemon and uh, and camera. Oh yeah. yeah. Cameraman John in the house. All right. Oh, we're not going to that topic. Did I? No, we're doing that topic. I thought it was Star Trek. Anyway, yeah, so Star Wars Squadrons had its gameplay reveal shown wow. at EA Play. Wow. Uh, a bunch of ships. Wow. Yeah, Holy just shit. Just briefly before we get into into Star Wars Squadrons, I want to say EA Play was pretty boring. Oh, it was so garbage. relatively mm-hmm. disappointing. It was like, uh, oh, we'll we make games. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll yeah, we'll talk a little bit more of about you. some other things. Here they are. But it was very much like... Um, I think the way that EA's press conferences generally go for, and I know it's not an E3 press conference, but it's like basically the equivalent of an E3 yeah. presser. So I'm going to call it an E3 press conference, but it's like either they have a bunch of games that are going to be out like that year that they're like ready to show and ready to go with. Right. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be a year where they're in like maintenance mode where they're like, yeah, we got some ports and like <laughs> here's some sim stuff and sim stuff. sports Boy and sports. Oh, wow. here's like our studio heads talking about the games that they're working on that you're not going to see for two years. And check out a montage of our past games that are cool. Wow. Yeah, mm. I'm not a fan Look of how we bless the way yeah. they present anything. They have some good games. Very corporate. They're, yeah, they're a company more than a... They're very out of touch with... So yeah, pretty pretty underwhelming. Game. But the Squadron's gameplay reveal was pretty hype. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much what we expected from the original like teaser trailer. It's 5v5 multiplayer... Um, there are bots in the multiplayer matches um, in the like capital ship assault game mode. Um, so it does make and... it feel bigger, which is yeah, yeah. Because um, that's and... what I was afraid of was the five v five matches. Tiny, it's yeah. just like, okay, you get dogfights, but it doesn't feel like an actual all out right. space battle. Yeah. Which, um, so this is great, great news. And yeah, so there's like full um, character customization for both pilots on both sides. You have full ship customization for all the different ship types. Um, it looks like they're going kind of like a, well, like obviously the different ships in Star Wars have always been different types of ships, obviously, right? So you have yeah. like the TIE bomber, and which is a bomber, right? And the TIE fighter is a fight, like a, you know, star fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like they're, you know, going deeper in that um, and making that like core to the gameplay. So like your team composition is going to be important about like who's like flying that. what. Yeah. Um, it's got a full like uh, skill tree type of deal to customize the way that your ship works, right? So you can like build your ship out to do certain things well. Um, it's pretty. 
you know, it looks really nice running on the Frostbite engine as expected. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, it just looks like a neat Star Wars space fighting yeah, action game. Squad based space fighting game. Can't wait. It's it'll dope. be it'll be the Rainbow Six Siege of space battles. Oh, dude. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I I talked about this last week, but like Go I on. genuinely like like Star Wars dog fighting games. Like it's my favorite game mode in the Battlefront games. Mm, and like yeah. I always liked playing the like star fighting games, like Rogue Squadron and Jedi Starfighter and stuff right. like that. Um so like I'm super, super hyped for this. Because yeah, if 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 they can tr- like they if they can bring back that feel from Battlefront, I'll I'm I'll be so down. Take my forty bucks. Nice. It's forty bucks, right? Yeah, it's yeah. That's the other thing. It's it's not like a full price title. It's only forty dollars. So nice, nice. What if they? What if they? So if this 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 style of gameplay like is goes down great, do you think they're gonna add this to like the next Battlefronts? Well, I mean, like Battlefront effectively like has starfighting stuff already. But I mean, Um, take this gameplay loop and like. Yeah, well, like the only difference, I think the realistically like star squadrons is basically like it's basically the battlefront star fighting stuff okay with like a little obviously it's got Ah. it's got tweaked physics right so the physics work a little bit more like regular space physics i'm pretty sure where like the starfighters and um like the regular um star wars battlefront games are they're like jets right they right. go linear like just straight and you like right turn them around right mm-hmm. where they show deliberately in the squadrons gameplay of like flying up and like yeah. cutting your thrusters and like, like making a 180 drifting. so that you can shoot behind yeah. you yeah and stuff like that so um and then obviously like the balancing of your like shields um or not your shields but your thrusters and like the power to your blasters and stuff like that um, which there actually is that in Battlefront, um, but I think they're going a little bit more deep on it in Squadrons. But then you just have like the ship customization, which sounds really really cool, and I'm down with. That's cool. Nice. Can't wait. Yes. Moving on to more EA stuff. They uh, during a little montage with the different developers of various studios over oh, wow. at EA. They uh, came out and talked a little bit about what they're working on at DICE uh, for Battlefield. Well, for the next Battlefield game. Uh, we're going to call it Battlefield 6. We don't necessarily know what it's going to be called. But, Battlefield 1.5. They showed a little bit of like AI uh-huh. stuff. Um, like AI soldier mm-hmm. stuff, and they showed a little bit of building that destruction, cool. which looked really nice. Uh-huh. Wait, um, I would rather see gameplay. It's right, but early, like it's probably super early. How early do you early. think this is? Yeah, like it's too early. Like it's, it's one cool. and a half years in advance. Like, uh, did EA not have enough like content that they had? To either that, or they're trying to just like. Tease it slowly over the next few months. Like next couple weeks, well, they'll release more, a little yeah. bit more. Maybe. Mm, maybe. I feel like they're like, hey guys, show us off the new battle 
Field Six game. It's like, oh uh, crap! And then like, well, you better make something the show. Like, Here's what we got. Yeah, they, yeah got. they just had that one yeah. that Garrick always posts with the kid looking sideways. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I think it is like just that all the games are not ready to go, yeah. right? Well, so and yeah. I think it's probably that like I, I bet the Battlefield Six is in a state where it's not rough enough to show and be like, yeah, well, it's an alpha, right. but it's not good enough to show because people are going to be like, this looks like garbage. Right. So they did the right move. It's not like but, they did with yeah. uh, uh, War of the Worlds. <laughs> You're like, uh, what is yeah. this? Tom Cruise movie? No. Oh, oh, yeah, that, that game. We yeah, yeah, about yeah, a few yeah, weeks yeah, ago yeah, where you're yeah, just looking yeah, at it like, yeah. is that the actual game footage or that's right. gross? I mean, I feel like they could have just said, yo, we're making Battlefield 6. Right. And then like Whatever. five months from now, right, they do yeah. another drop with the actual like. Game. Well, we I mean, kind of got that. Well, I guess right? this so, makes hype. Yeah, this makes hype. Right. So, I guess so there is too. stuff to talk about here. So like, even though we, I want to dig too too far into those the footage yeah they it doesn't mean anything right it's a tech well there's not very much it's there, literally right? just but the building like that's worth looking yeah. at yeah they're right. over analyzing yeah, it people like, over analyzing it like, come on, the, just chill the japanese chill. uh soldiers like oh, yeah. oh my god it's gonna yeah. be another world war ii game like, no, no it's like, that's probably the assets no. they have they're yeah. testing it's just come on i think really what's value i think really the, the what I'm getting from that, or like kind of hoping maybe from that, is that in the next game, they're going to have um, they'll it'll continue to be like 64 player games, right? The yeah. conventional 32v32, oh, yeah. but they'll add bots to the match to That'd like cool. double oh, or like yeah. triple the like soldier count, right? having exactly. twofold effect of right making the battlefield feel more lively and more immersive like an actual war is happening mm -hmm. and also providing you know bots for the lesser skilled player to shoot at and still enjoy I don't themselves like that because yeah. what game tried doing that and it was it didn't feel right titanfall uh yes titanfall i, I mean a lot of games have done but titanfall no, yeah, did it you used titanfall like, like as an example they got they gave you points when you killed the bots. There's just severely less points. I hated that because it felt like there was too much. It was very cluttered. And it's like, that's a yeah. cool it idea, but at but, the same time. It's so the thing, they find though, a balance. the thing there, though, is that like Titanfall is kind of a Call of Duty like. So it, it's yeah. over right? sensory, whereas like a Battlefield game is supposed yeah. to be over sensory. Like you're supposed to be feeling like you're enclosed by. Yeah, like Battlefield supposed to feel like all out war is happening. Okay, that yeah. I can see, I guess. But, yeah, but uh, so see, that's why I think it'll be a, uh, an advantage to us Battlefield players because. Um, the, there's some maps in the previous battlefields where the maps are so empty, huge yeah. that 64 players aren't, weren't enough to fill it and make it immersive enough. Or it's more like battles become centralized around hot points on the map. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of parts of the map that you can it's just empty. run around and not see anybody in. Yeah. That's Maybe it would be interesting if they like implemented some kind of dynamic objective system that was specific to 
certain squads, right? So it's like a squad on the uh, like U.S. side gets an objective to go take a like munitions dump or something, and at the same time, an enemy on the Russian team uh, or a squad on the Russian team get the objective to defend that. Right. Yeah. And it's like a random location on the map. That'd be neat. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't necessarily, like, it's not so that gameplay isn't always centrally located just around the flags. Right. So, like, and, so I like side missions. That sounds yeah. fun. Right. And you kind of get that, that kind of like feel of like a special ops team yeah. going off in the middle of like the larger war to go do mm -hmm. some kind of like behind the lines mission it makes it feel like a co-op campaign at that point where right in the middle of a multiplayer match it's an optional special mission that you can achieve yeah. for right. extra point and uh i don't know if you guys ever played mag no nope. a little like, bit yeah that, one that of the was things fun. that i always thought yeah one of the things that i always thought was so cool about mag and it wasn't as much the player count right because like ultimately at the end of the day mag's player count just felt like a regular game of battlefield really mm -hmm. um because at any given time you're really only engaging with 32 enemy players um just because of the way that the maps were just like designed um and then at the end, you would see, you know, all the players would kind of converge at the end into a larger battle. But I digress. Um, MAG was really cool because it was attack and defend centric, right? So it was like, it was a team. It was one of the PMC trying to hold a location and then a, the other army pushing it and trying to take it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And you had the everybody started at like the front line which were like front kind of outposts right and then behind those you had like a line of defensive type thing so you had like an enemy radar and you wow. had like the enemy anti-air guns wow. and stuff like that right and getting back there and destroying those they were like side objectives away from like well, I mean, they were kind of main objectives because you ultimately would have to get rid of those to continue to, like, push. But it was, like, during the, like, beginning phase of pushing the front outposts, you could go on, like, special ops missions behind enemy lines to destroy their radar dish, and now they can't call UAVs. Or you destroy their anti-air, and now you can get paratroopers jumping in on your side of the map and you can like land behind the enemies um and it'd be really cool if they added that type of yeah. stuff i like the optional stuff to kind of yeah, help you out fun. With keep it perks. keep it fresh yeah um i really hope that they go deep on like weapon customization mm -hmm. of course also we should also say like the rumors and like leaks about battlefield 6 is that it's going to be modern day yes right so similar to like modern warfare um, I hope that they go with a different system from Modern Warfare system and do like the original Battlefield 4 system yeah, yeah, yeah. where you just have attachment slots and you put attachments in those slots and um, they affect the stats of your gun both positively and negatively. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, yeah, I wouldn't like mind 
I also wouldn't mind bringing back the standard kits, like during the Bad Company and the original Battlefront, uh, Battlefields. Right, like perks. Well, so I was thinking it'd be cool if they transitioned that into an actual like loadout system, right? Ah. So expanding on um, the kind of like your squad that they have in Battlefield Five, right, where you have individual units kind of for the different classes um also setting it up so uh kind of in the vein of like tarkov which tarkov i don't think have implemented this yet but they're planning on it where it's like you decide what goes on your kit you know what i mean like how many Uh mag pouches you have if you have any like meta kits like you know and you like like, really really decide Yeah, like, you really just, like, get to decide how you design. And then, obviously, like, for specific classes, you can, you know, only use specific things, right? So, like, maybe, like, you don't get, uh, or, like, everybody can have, like, a self-use med kit, but only the medic gets, like, multiple med kits to use on other people or whatever, right? So, you, you maintain the class system, but, like instead of because like garrick right talking about the bad company thing you could like (laughs) run the perk for extra ammo right well what if you could just instead of running a single stack pouch run double stack pouches and double your magazine capacity but it slows you down a little bit yeah i would like to try that it might be too complicated for like a uh, yeah, maybe bad thing, but maybe I don't know. Well, yeah, I, that's the only I thing. Think... It's maybe a little too complicated, yeah. but I think it would be like really interesting. Yeah, I would like to try it. And yeah. and and again, you could totally like like not to get gross about cosmetics, right? But oh, no. you can really go deep on the microtransactions oh, of no, like different oh, pouches how, how and dare different you? vest types. No, we don't and do different, that like, here. Different like BDUs for the different soldiers and stuff like that. So, I think it makes sense from a monetary perspective for EA to put the work in for that. Um, my, my biggest gripe now with these days, like with all the uh, customization, is that like when you're on a team playing, like you you can't tell who's who now because yeah. everyone's has their own you know clown shoe or. Well, know, not only that, it ruins it kind of ruins, yeah, the, ruins the immersion, the immersion and the realism of it. Like my, pre- I mean. It's people's prerogative, but yeah, my preference I, I is to be almost like Milsim, where I'm like my character is wearing a proper uniform, yeah, exactly. proper right. setting, so it and, feels like I'm part of the game. Yeah, and I was gonna say like Battlefield Five took a lot of heat for that from the launch trailer, mm-hmm. but like actually going into the like launch of the game, I think that EA took that criticism to heart. Okay, that's so. Good. Like Battlefield Five is relatively good about like the different sides, right? So you can tell like okay, different. that's that's a yeah. US Army, that's a German troop, um, like from a glance. And that's my problem I, with Modern Warfare. It's like at a glance, it, I can't tell if that's that faction or that faction. Right, Modern yeah. Warfare has gotten really bad about that because of the influx of just like crazy wacky skins. You yeah. really struggle to tell like what somebody is. Yeah. Um, and it it's real it's not so much a problem in your like regular game modes or like in Warzone right where it's kind of effectively a free for all yeah. but like it's t- impossible to play like a realism and hardcore oh god because I like realism yet right because it's like how you <laughs> can't you can't tell who is who or whatever right so yeah. um, 
I think that EA is going to continue to like take or like dice really is going to continue to take that. Like they, they took a lot of heat for not being like realistic with um, battlefield five. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think they are really going to take that to heart with battlefield six and focus on the mill sim stuff yeah, like, in a I way like... that they didn't before and yeah. even down to stuff like and i kind of hope that they do i hope that they bring back the system from battlefield 3 where you only have the option the weapons available to you that that army would use yeah. right so yeah, it's like if you're playing yeah, as the yeah. russians you only get like ak variants yes. and stuff like yeah. that right and then, like, maybe implement some kind of system where, like, if you master the weapon or whatever, mm-hmm. you can use it on the other side. Right. But, like, yeah, just, like, go deeper in the, the like, yeah. Milsen yeah, aspects I, I of like, the game. I like when Battlefield was, like, Milsen, like, light. Yes. And because and, if I want to yeah. play an arcade shooter, I, I'll do, you know, uh, Call, Call of Duty. Duty. You have Call of Duty, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and I think that is important, like, going into the next Battlefield because like modern warfare is still going to be a thing, right? Yeah. yeah the next Call of Duty might have come out by then, but it's not gonna stop modern warfare from being a thing. I think that modern, yeah. and especially yeah. because of like how they've talked about how Warzone's gonna w- work and like Warzone being here to stay, modern war modern warfare is here to stay. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. they need and... to differentiate themselves from modern it's... warfare, and the way it's to do identity. that. Of is, what Battlefield did. Uh, yeah. No Large-scale combat. Large-scale squad team-based combat. Yeah, and um, uh, uh, and shock paddle kills. Yep, shock, yep, paddle, shock paddle. And destruction. Bring back yeah. destruction. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I don't know about shock paddles. I, want... I prefer the EpiPens. <laughs> EpiPens are pretty fun, me too. Yeah. Uh, but I like the killing... clear. Yeah. That's so it, fun. That, that was, that's hilarious. Uh, I just like poking somebody in the back of the neck with the syringe <laughs> and watching them die. John, John mentioned the destruction. Um, what I would like is to not bring full destruction to buildings where it's flat and makes yeah. a flat battlefield, but maybe make buildings 80% destructible so uh it'll be fluid so yeah. you can 90 choose what you can you can choose what to destroy yeah. but once it hits that threshold and locks in the rest of the building that hasn't been destroyed it makes it an anchored structure so there's still some things to choose from as far as defense goes yeah. and hiding what about, and cover what about making destruction harder um, to destroy so, things. To destroy things. So it's like instead of I think the previous games you can just run through a whole entire house with a car. Yeah. What if it's like you can't? It's like you just run into one wall. Maybe you kind of stick through half of it. You know. It might depend can't on. It might um, depend on the material. Right. Yeah. Well, it depends on the material, but like a concrete way. or like a you know a yeah. concrete wall or something like that. Sh- you shouldn't be able to run through it. You know. Yeah. Like and, brick and, or wood. And even like RPGs or grenades, like frag frag grenades, it shouldn't be able to take down a wall because it's fragmentation, right? For at least a frag grenade. So it's like maybe. If they can do something with that, so it's not not you know you don't just shoot a wall and it explodes. Yeah, you like a wall just, and you see some bullet holes or, or just some chipping. Yeah, balance like out the balance effect out, of yeah. the different Agreed. types of destruction. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyways, that's a uh, Battlefield Six. That's I Battlefield Six talk. Okay, we're gonna close out with a few games that are coming to uh, Switch and Steam. Oh wow! Notably, Apex Legends coming to Switch. Oh, that's the important one. Yeah. So that's cool. 
it's also coming to Steam along with Titanfall 2, mm-hmm. The Sims 4, Dead Space 3, yep. and A Way Out, Ouch. which hey, is that way. like co-op uh, yeah. like story game. A Way Out. Nice. Um, Wasn't that, that was EA's big announcement. They're doing Steam, yeah. right? Yeah, they're like starting to slowly push their games out on yeah, Steam. So that's oh. cool. You EA, don't need to use Origin anymore. Origin I do want to bring up uh, very cool for Titanfall 2 uh, had a huge player resurgence with oh. its launch on Steam. Nice. Um, I want to say I read it had like more players than all of the Battlefield games combined. See, that's the thing. Wow. They're realizing EA is finally realizing that they've been holding back sales just by making exclusives on yeah. Origin. See, next step. Like, wow, next step, brain blast! Those, EA those console exclusives. That's the next step, you guys. Mm-hmm. I know you guys hate it because you guys are all console uh-huh. fanboys. But if you think of it as as gamers, as one, when we can play all the same game. It doesn't yeah. matter what console, what PC you're playing on, man. There'll be loyalty to their preference of uh, gaming vehicle. Yeah. Uh-huh. It'll always be like that. Like if if I if there's exclusives on PS5, I'll just say, oh, I yep. guess I'll go without it because yep. I won't get the it. PS5. But I'm still I still might get the PS5 because it looks uh, cool. I'm not. So we'll see. That's that another that's another maybe. conversation. But anyways, I did digress. Go ahead, Joey. Um. I don't have much more to say. Okay. It's cool. The Titanfall's doing good. The Sims 4 have fun buying all the DLCs on a new Dear platform. God, no. Never again. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I never did it, but I watched a um, people that did. Uh, I don't remember. Did the other Dead Spaces get put on Steam already, or did they start with Dead Space 3? Because if they're starting with 3, they're all on I mean, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Maybe the first one is, but I know two is not there. Yeah, because that's an older game, so it makes sense. Because Origin usually so. puts I old, their older don't games think on there. So now that I'm thinking about it, though, I'm oh. pretty sure Origin is the only one that has Dead Space. Gotcha. I could be wrong, but I, I think so. Cool. Well, that's a story on uh, EA and Origin. They're well, spreading their wings finally. And uh, so long. I think that's going to be the story on our show. Wow. Glory, glory. We're going to go ahead and close out here. I want to thank everybody for listening to us over here on The Fat Peeps. Wow. Time flies. All our peeps out there. Um, So, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.